wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we're talking whether all these PlayStation 5 discounts hint at a new model coming soon. Another exec leaves PlayStation Mobile. Rise of Ronin sounding too good to be true. The PS tag team with Korea. Our personal games of the year so far and so much more. As we do it live each and every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at YouTube.com slash at ps trophy room so with all that said with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir a little burnt yeah a little tired but i'm feeling pretty wonderful today how about you joe i mean i'm feeling pretty good but i want to know why you're tired (laughs) because as you know we record each and every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I send yeah. you a text, as I normally yeah. do, telling uh-huh. you, hey, I'll be on in about 10 minutes. Yes. And you send me a text 10 minutes later, which makes, I think, was it 7.20? It was, no, it was closer to like 7.35. <laughs> <laughs> Going, just woke up. <laughs> just woke up. I'll be on in 10. So tell me, Kyle. Yeah. Why why is, why is Kai Kai so tai-tai? Kai Kai is so tai-tai because today I had to be up at 7.30, quarter to 8, to uh, watch the boy, as mm-hmm. my sister had things she had to go to that couldn't take him. Sure. Um, and then I was outside all day in the pool, hence the burntness. Yeah. With, with the three kids, uh, the, the three older girls, uh, my nieces. Hanging on me and what they like to do. No, mm-hmm. they're uh, the oldest is twelve, the twins are ten. What they still like to do is grab a hold of me and say, "Run in the pool," and I just <laughs> run in circles to make like a whirlpool as they're hanging on me. And it's not like when you are envisioning a pool. I don't have a fancy in-ground pool right. that is very long. I have one of those above-ground circular pools. It's like, I don't know, 10, 12 feet in, in diameter or whatever. Yeah. So I'm doing 10 laps around with them dragging on me. And I'm tired, Joe. It takes a lot <laughs> out of me. So I have a hammock outside. I'm Humble just chilling brag. in there. The boy's taking a nap on me in the hammock. And I'm just relaxed. I'm tired from all the, the poolness and when I'm being up early. And I conked out. I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> I mean, okay. The only thing that concerns me about everything you just said is yeah. the fact that you fell asleep in a heat wave. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. So okay. uh, let me paint the picture. Uh, All right. you, you you won't be able to find me to assassinate me because I'm hidden. Yeah, um, fair. You're where ge- my house is. Yeah, you're not geotacked. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, the hammock is actually underneath two gigantic trees, so it's in the shade. Oh, okay. so it's a You're lot just... cooler. Yeah, no, I'm not out in the middle of the <laughs> the yard in in uh, a hammock on those metal hooks. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Uh, big man over here. We got wooden posts and heavy duty steel with the Fair. hammock and Fair. underneath the shade. So I am chilling. Okay. Well, yeah, that... yeah. So don't worry about me. <laughs> that that comes to my my the starter question. Okay. Yeah comes from uh, Dreek G, who writes in, 
Hey, lovely gentlemen. Since I'm all out of gaming-related questions, it got me thinking. For myself, I like to go for a ride on my motorcycle to balance out the hours spent behind my TV. Hashtag no ragrets. So I'm curious, what are your favorite things to do besides gaming? Have a great day, evening, and night, and wish you all the best. Yeehaw! Thank Yeehaw! You. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir lovely gentleman that that man is yeah kyle what do you like to because you're right it's the summer months i think july kind of kicks it off everybody's going taking a siesta taking a vacay with the fam but -hmm. like what is the thing that you like to do besides video games that's that's like your hobby yeah i mean i'm a big movie fan as you can tell from uh movie watchers (laughs) uh (laughs) youtube watchers video format those things behind me are not games those are blu-rays i Mm. have like close to 900 blu-rays of movies some are double dip because of different like different steelbooks whatever but uh i love 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 movies i haven't been watching them a lot lately just because there's so many games that are taking up my time but I like just chilling out, watching a movie, or like you know, going outside in the hammock, bringing a book out, you know, just yeah. relaxing. Um, right now, gang, I don't know if you can hear this, and I'm leaving this in the podcast. But something I hear that's nothing, by the way. Okay, great. Something that sounded like a motorboat just passed by, like it, like like a sea, oh. like vessel. I'm nowhere near water. <laughs> like it was like, uh, uh, and it wasn't like a, like an 18 wheeler. It sounded, it's, it sounded aquatic. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, what is going on? The submarines here? I don't know. You got airships outside now. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> uh, what do I like to do besides game? That's, that's yeah. a great I know question. you're, you're a movie person too. Like, yeah, I like always, good... you've been watching more movies than I have lately. I feel like. Yeah, I've been, I've been, because I find like I need more hobbies other than gaming. <laughs> like I just love games. Like you just put a controller in my hand, I'm, I'm in, right? Uh, so for me, I think ever since uh, COVID, I really dived into, yeah, uh, movies, TV shows. I love a good music. Like we're gonna be watching, uh, or I'm gonna be going to an in this moment and. Oh my god! I forget the other band, Motionless and White. Th- this weekend, oh, next sweet. month we're gonna be going to see Ghost again. So like, I love going to a concert. I love seeing like bands perform live. Live um, music, yeah, yeah. Live m- music's the jam. You just see everybody who like loves this day. It's it's kind of like going to a con, right? It's like everybody's mm-hmm. just here for the vibe, and I'm sure. I, and, and I love that. So I'd I say movies, uh, TV, music, what and was also the last concert I went to. That's a good question. I know this is gonna sound real weird. I like yeah. learning things. Oh, that's not real. That's not weird. Like I love listening about the history of like stuff. Mm. I don't know what stuff. It doesn't matter what the thing is. If I'm interested in it, I kind of just want to dive into it, you know, and just like, understand. Likewise, it if it's something I really, really, really love, I love seeing behind the scenes stuff. Yes. Of like how, like when uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Critical Role. Whenever I see a TikTok or uh, a YouTube video of them just being in the office, mm-hmm. just like seeing how it runs and behind the scenes, like behind the cameras, whatever, and just get more of a because I'm a I'm a more visual learner. Sure. So anything that can fill out the space behind what I'm watching or I'm playing at the moment, I love doing that. That's why I like raising Kratos and. Yeah. Uh, 
the Last oh, of Us uh, uh, doc and and anything Danny O'Dwyer and Noclip do, yeah. like any of that stuff, I, I'm all in for. And it, it also is probably the reason why I love lore in games. Like I I obsess about like World of Warcraft lore or, or used to, you know. It's just like diving deeper to the history of something. I don't know. It's just I, I jive with it. Great question. Yeah. Great starter question. By yeah. The way. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. That said, a little bit of housekeeping before we break down all the PlayStation news this week. And, of course, we also got the Synapse review for PSVR 2. Maybe it's a must-have. Maybe it's not. We're about to find out in a few minutes. That said, uh, housekeeping, the Trophy Room merch store is here, and we got new shirts. Uh, Listen, if you love the Sony Pony Express, you love this show, you love saying awesome words like slinger, you like saying awful words like banger, well, guess what? We got shirts for you. Uh, link down in the description helps support the show. And, you know, rock you, the inside jokes with, with style. That being said, though, you know, not enough love for the slanger shirt. Let's get let's get those numbers up, you know? No. Let's don't get force them. love for something that no one has. Oh, everybody loves it. Everybody. <laughs> oh, everybody is just thrilled about it. I just need to see more enthusiasm. <laughs> It gets the people going. Yeah, get some jazz, you know? Uh, Of course, as well, we're supported, and this show goes live because of the generosity of all the patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. It's like we say each and every week, if you ever caught you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, this gosh dang heat wave that is absolutely uh, unrelenting. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, now it's me for a second. Uh, What can we do? (laughs) You head on over to patreon.com slash PS trophy. It's the reason why we look so good. Sounds so great. Is your generosity over at patreon.com. That said, I want to thank our premium producers, Todd Burowitz and toxic. I want to thank our platinum members, Jay Shea, Jedi Masseran, cowboy danger D Jonas young, green gorilla gamer, chaotic monkey, the millennial Falcon gaming, Ryuko kill 90, Steven flesh, flesh, Strubles and bits, Bertos Maximus, Chris hybrid seven, Four, eight, Matt Valdez, Chris the Wizard. Our gold members, Cypher Primus, Doth Simon the Pie Man, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hide Doors, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, uh, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, Red Arrow, The Aegis Hermit, Androsasaur, Astronaut Jr., The Winter Gamer, Robbie Bobby Miller, Brenton Zachary, Brunty Blob, Bob, Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan, XZ, Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold, ET, Tino Six Speed, N Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Rick Arrington, Spam and Bamman, and Matthew King. Thank you all so much for your generosity. And I think there's also one other person that I totally forgot to put him on the list, but okay. I'm going to do it well, now. While you're looking for that, uh, I'll just let everyone know that uh, Road's Greatness is going to be recorded this weekend. So we're yes. going to hear our full thoughts on, on Jedi Survivor with special guests uh, Katie, Katie and Jedi Master Ren. They're going to be joining us because they're huge Star Wars fans. That's right. Um, so we're going to be doing that. And we'll finally get that out as well. Since it's now July, you know what that means, Joe? What's that? We all have to play near Automata for this month's Road to Greatness. Oh, I am. You hear that, Naga Chaka? I'm not. You hear that? that? What do you mean I, not feeling it? There's so many games. I I know, but we said this months ago. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I made a promise. So also, if you if you want to play along with us, yes. uh, that is the game for the month. So you have until August first 
Yeah. And I want to shout out, last but not leastly, the Overlord. Thank you all so much. And by the way, it's one of the things that we're going to be doing and we're going to be announcing next week officially with the whole new Patreon refreshes. We really want to get the community to literally be a part of the shows. Um, so we really actually want to search for community members who are excited about certain games we're going to be covering and have them on. Like, it's just our way of just, you know, making the community more interactive with us by just going live with us for these shows. Because really all the Patreon shows is about having as much fun as possible and kind of lets all our hair down, you know, the lack thereof for me. It's mostly for you, you suave son of a gun. That said, it's time to square up the news. First bit of news that needs to be squared up comes to us from ZerminaCon over at PS Lifestyle. Zermina writes, PS5 consoles discounted across Europe, leading to speculations of new model. PS5 consoles have been discounted across Europe, leading to speculations that the rumored PS5 Slim or PS5 with detachable disk drive will indeed launch in 2023. A revised model has been rumored for a while, but Sony has now has not confirmed its existence. Over on Reset Era, users reported that PS5 has been discounted in the UK, Spain, Portugal, France, and Romania, among a number of other countries. A Brazilian user reported that the PS5 has been discounted in Brazil as well. It's widely assumed that Sony's clearing out inventory to make room for the new model. Meanwhile, uh, VGC's Tom Ivan reports, the Xbox maker also said it believes Sony's preparing to launch a PS5 Pro console. Quote, PlayStation, meanwhile, currently offers two different versions of the PlayStation 5, one with a Blu-ray player for physical media, a standard, and one without, digital. And it's and is anticipated to release further differentiated Pro and Slim models in the near future, end quote. Last month, Sony announced a new PlayStation streaming portable device, Project Q. It was described as a, quote, a, dedita- a dedicated device that enables you to stream any game from your PS5 console using remote play over Wi-Fi, end quote. While launch details and pricing weren't revealed, Microsoft said in its legal filings, quote, Sony is also anticipated to release a handheld version of PlayStation 5 later this year for under $300, end quote. In documents published as part of its legal battle with the U.S. Federal Trade Commission, the company said it expects the new PS5 model to cost the same as the existing PS5 Digital Edition console, which is $100 less than the standard PS5. Quote, PlayStation likewise sells a less expensive digital edition for $399.99 and is expected to release a PlayStation 5 Slim later this year at the same reduced price point, Microsoft said. So those who are coming out of the legal documents out of the FTC drama from last week, now they've resurfaced here to kind of, uh, you know, boost up these rumors of speculation that uh, these price drops mean Sony's clearing the warehouse. Do you kind of do, do you kind of buy that? At all, Kyle? Like, do you, do I you do, think... Go for it. Yeah. I, I, I just find it strange that they're already discounting it after they hiked up the price. Right? A few months ago. Uh, obviously, uh, I mean, not here in North America, but pretty much everywhere else. Yeah. It's it's strange. I don't know what it could mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did they do that last time? Or did they discount it after the PS4 Pro was out? Well, the thing that makes, like, the, the, the one thing that kind of perks my ears up a bit is, like, hearing that, like, yeah, there's, like, these price reductions in these certain regions, because 
for what we've been hearing throughout the whole entire year is that like you can't find a PS5 in stock anywhere. And even now, you know, the the shortage is still it's alleviated, but it's not perfect. Like for example, I thought my PlayStation 5 was going to die the other week. Uh for some reason it literally had a mind of its own. It was going through menus, it was spamming everybody on Twitter with the share button and all without the controller being plugged in. Don't worry. I f- I found out it was actually my my LG remote, but nonetheless, I was like, okay, well, if this thing's broken, I do have a PlayStation podcast I need to do coverage for. Um, so I got to go find another PlayStation five. The other PlayStation five was like in like Nanuet, New York. That's like miles away from me. So it's like, for me, it's, it's hard to believe that they're having any problems selling these things. Yeah. And also it's like, when do they expect this console? I, to me, the math doesn't add up because usually you hear reports of, oh, here's a shell, you know, of the console, right? Or here's mm-hmm. this weird 3D mm-hmm. thing that says patent all over it. Or or dev kit somewhere out there that got leaked out. Exactly. And because we haven't seen any of that, mm-hmm. and even if PlayStation like was on the verge to get these things out into the, you know, into production, um, you probably see PlayStation announce it themselves. It's the reason why they announced the dual, uh, the dual sense the way they did via blog post was because a week later it was entering into production. So to me, I actually don't see that as, you know, anything sort of, maybe they're having issues selling it in those regions. And maybe this is going to help them during a, you know, a dry, you know, summer for them sales wise. Yeah, I can I can see that. I also just a random thought. Yeah, go for it. Well, everyone, everyone, put your tinfoil hat on okay. just real quick. All right, it's on. They're discounting it across Europe. Okay, is Xbox? They're currently having trouble with the the merger happening. What in UK? In the UK, yes, that is right. So, is, is would this be another like you know? Oh, Poke no. a jab and be like, hey, let's discount PlayStation and make sure that's even overwhelmingly yeah. more in people's hands, right? No, no. I, I, I think when it when it comes to like all that stuff, um all, like all the dust is kind of settled at this point. Like we're all kind of expecting now, yet again, for this thing to go through. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't I think don't this believe is... that. Let me record yeah. clear. I don't believe that's the reason. I just, yeah. put just the tinfoil hat for a second. Yeah. yeah. I think there's more validity here, though, where Microsoft is talking about, hey, PlayStation has has got something going here. And I, I think this is a lot of them looking into the similar reports uh, that we've been hearing that a PlayStation 5 Slim models, uh, you know, coming in, 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 in this calendar year. That said, though, I so, so I don't know if, it, if it's really something to base it off of. Though it, it made me remember, all oh, right, there are two SKUs to the PlayStation 5 because when they said, hey, you know, the new PlayStation 5 is going to be 400 bucks, quote unquote, the slim, quote unquote, because mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be the PlayStation Digital, just you can buy a, you know, a drive. Kyle, PlayStation's this new weird PlayStation. What do you think the odds are is they keep that $500 price tag even here with the digital version to force people oh into even further? Going and investing in the digital box. Question. Yes. Is there only going to be a digital 
PS5 Slim. So this, yeah, there's only going to be a digital version, but you could buy a disk drive attachment. Okay, so no standard disk drive part of a correct, PS5 Slim. Correct, correct. That SKU is dead. Now they're just focusing on this one. It, it has to be close to the digital price, if not yeah. the same price. It has yeah. to. It can't be more. It can't be. I mean, obviously, it could be less, but <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's going to be the standard five hundred dollar price tag. No way. Yeah. If they do, they are dumb. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, here in the states, I think I feel like for the most part, we're pretty, we're pretty immune to a lot of the price hikes you usually see, other than the ten dollar thing for games. Like, you don't see the hardware going up in price yet. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, to me, I don't think they do it in the States. I do think this is their way of saying, hey, look, it's kind of a cheaper price point, right? Yeah. And uh and kind of putting it out there for the other markets. And this is, again, them trying to very much and very bullishly go, digital's the future. This is what it's going to be. And we're really just trying to lock you down in the ecosystem. Now, one last question here, Kyle. Microsoft, I want to know what you think about this. Microsoft was pretty bullish to say that PlayStation, like, it's like they have the documents in front of them, you know, like the PlayStation, like they they got the roadmap. They stole the map from from Mm -hmm. Jim, uh, where it said the Q-Lite under $300. Uh Uh-huh. That, (sighs) am I being too optimistic to think this this handheld thing's going to be 200? Yes. Why? How much do you think it's going to be? (laughs) (laughs) Two ninety nine. I knew you were going there. <laughs> I think either that or two forty nine. If, if, if I want to throw yeah. a non jokey thing out there, yeah. if it does what it says it does and it does it well, yeah, I think in this day and age, two hundred is too cheap of a price. Sure, but uh, yeah, there's. It's Sony. <laughs> what yeah, do we do? It's, it's Sony. They want to sell you, and on. they have a right to do it. Like right. I'm not. I, I mean, I have, have the, the right have to the, the strangleholds on yeah. everything. So, I uh, I have the right to put this podcast behind a payroll. It doesn't make it right, right, my friends. Um, <laughs> that being said, though, I think when it comes to the Q light, if if this thing's three hundred bucks, we're in trouble. And I feel like that's what the price is. But if it does, because I've been looking at um, the Logitech uh, like handheld, it looks really great. I've heard nothing but great things about it. That thing's rocking at three hundred. So like, if I'm, if it's in that ballpark and it does exactly the same thing, but PlayStationified that that Logitech can do, then I'm on board with it. But if this is just hey. Remote play as we as we know it today, just in this handheld, boys. I think DOA. Yeah. Uh, for reference, I just looked up because I wasn't. I couldn't yeah. remember. The Vita was two forty nine when it came out. Mm. So are we are we getting a, a Vita price point at that? Which again, I could see. Or are we going all the way up to exactly one dollar under three hundred and two ninety nine. Uh, let's just pray to God to say, it, if this thing is above 250, we're in trouble. Again, okay. if it's just remote play. For not having native games yeah. on it. Because like, that's, that's an issue. I don't expect this thing to be like, oh, the Switch. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, like, yeah. No, no, no. I feel mm-hmm. like people have unrealistic unreal- expectations to think that this one product is going to sell you know, 10 plus million units. It's oh, not. No. So like, I'm also trying to put that into, pers- into perspective. Yeah. But- 
Yeah. 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 So I, I I do think the Slim probably three ninety nine. It's a unified price. It gives off the illusion that it has maybe had a price cut when it actually has it for the average consumer. And the Q Light is going to probably walk in with a a bill of two fifty. Hopefully, you know that's that's my guess. But yeah, listen, maybe maybe those Microsoft lawyers know more than we think. Follow up. Yeah. If the Slim does come out later this year, okay, are we getting a bundled Slim with Spider-Man Two? Well, let's just let, let's let's hold our horses for later on in the show. Oh, oh, because oh, okay, yeah, there is some free <laughs> afoot. Here, <laughs> All right, I cussed. I just found out my my bleep button doesn't work. It's just another mute button, and that bums me I heard, out. I heard it a little bit there, though. Oh, I heard okay. the beep a little bit there earlier. I, I heard nothing. All right, cool. Let me let me make it. Let me say another cuss. You heard it? I heard nothing that time. Damn it, that's a bummer. All right, I gotta go back. I gotta go into the mainframe, fix this whole thing. All right, Kyle, let's talk about the next topic on the list here. From Andy Robinson over at BGC, PlayStation Mobile has lost another top exec. PlayStation Mobile division has lost another top executive weeks after confirmation of a change of leadership. As reported by MobileGamer.biz, Mikhail Katkoff, who was the managing director of recently acquired Savage Game Studios, has announced he's leaving the company less than a year after it was acquired by Sony. Quote, I like to believe I've done my fair part in taking the company from zero to one, he said on LinkedIn. Now I'm eager to watch from the side as Najim and Mike take it from one to 100. In the same breath, I wish nothing but the best to Oliver Court March and Chris Davis, who are leading PlayStation's charge onto mobile, can't wait to play all the amazing games from all the fantastic developers, end quote. Although Savage is a relatively new studio established in 2020, it was co-founded by veteran mobile developers Katkoff from Rovio and Zynga, Najim Majir, Wargaming and Rovio, and Michael McManus from Wargaming and Insomniac. Confirmation mm. of Katkoff's exit comes just weeks after the news of a leadership change at PlayStation Mobile. Nicholas Sebastiatini was a high-profile player hey. when he joined in 2021, having previously led Apple Arcade. Over the past two years, Sony Interactive Entertainment has quietly built a team of experienced mobile talent, hiring people from Apple, Kabam, Meta, Tencent, Super Evil, Megacorp, Samsung, Niantic, Zynga, Riot, and more. Is that a real thing? Super That's Evil an awesome Megacorp? name. That's an awesome name. Because you know what? I bet they're all nice guys. Exactly. <laughs> I bet they're all just the sweetest peeps over there. Like, no, eh? We're actually pretty evil, eh? You know, they're Canadian as well in my mind. I'm trying to see what games they've played because I might download some mobile games from them. <laughs> they made Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Splintered Fate. Ooh, all right. Mobile turtle game, okay. So, Kyle, this isn't great news. <laughs> no, it's not. This is, this is. I mean, last week we saw we saw the literal head of this you know, thing just walk out the door mysteriously. We now have the the one of the co-founders of... A studio bought not even a year ago, leave. That's really weird. That's really that really peculiar. The, if if there's been like any, I, don't know, I think this has been the biggest red flag waved. I want to know your take on what you've been seeing the past few days out of the, out of this news. It's not a huge red flag yet. 
Okay. I know I know that's shocking. Yeah, I'm shocked. But I know I know many many companies that are bought out a lot of the times uh the head execs leave shortly afterwards. It's almost sure. like they stay to bridge that gap mm-hmm. and do all that and then once it finally happens then they go off into the sunset. Yeah. So it- like it I'm trying to view it that way. Not that I, I know for sure that that is what it is, but the fact that it's, they still have uh, uh, um, execs in place that have a, a very successful library of, uh, of work on the mobile front mm-hmm. to still lead this charge. It'd be different if that was like the, the only exec in place uh, under, you know, PlayStation mm-hmm. mobile or at Savage game studio. So I, <laughs> I'm not sounding the alarm bells yet, but it's definitely not the most encouraging thing in the world. I got a. So one part of me is like, yeah, usually they're they're here to build the foundation and they they leave shortly after. But to me, it's not like, oh, and they leave a year afterwards. Right. It's like a few years in and then you start seeing people depart or move around Um, akin to like what we were seeing seeing at Destiny. Right. Destiny's taking, uh, uh, you know, some new roles within the Sony uh, business where they're taking a look at PlayStation first party and their output in terms of games and service and seeing where things fit and seeing if things align and, and don't. But you're not seeing like, you know, was it you're not seeing like the, the co-heads start leaving. And that's that's where I'm kind of nervous here, where it's like, yeah, this it seems like it's still fledgling. It's still growing. And there are still people just leaving without saying much. That being said, though, it's kind of like, you know, Codemasters with uh, EA. Once it got bought out by EA, you you did see people leave shortly after. And they're still making, from what I'm aware of, good quality games. So I don't know what to make of this. I just want to say that... um. If this turns off, it turns out like a car wreck, I told you so. And if everything lands on its feet, I told everybody to keep calm and carry on. Uh, for that reference uh, you brought up, oh, my God. Yes. Codemasters. Yes. They made Dirt 5, which yes. I think you really, really enjoyed. I love Dirt 5. Uh, I think yeah. they also make, they make the F1 series and then uh, WEC, right, which is also another racing thing. And that's how you know mm. how much I know about racing in cars. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Can't wait for that Gran Turismo movie. Woo! That's still coming out, right? Yeah. There's... Don't worry, there'll be another state of play only on that trailer. No, please, God. No, 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 no. We're good, we're good, we're good. We're promised we don't need another. Please, thank you for joining us for today's state of play. In the next 15 minutes, go I could behind dust the scenes him in a lap. everything Gran Turismo. The movie doesn't look good, guys. It just doesn't. I will not watch it. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Here's here's one that'll get me excited. I hope that it gets you excited as well. So take it away. 
Zormita Khan back again from PS Lifestyle writes, PS5 exclusive Rise of the Ronin, reportedly similar to Ghost of Tsushima and Assassin's Creed. According to a reliable leaker, upcoming PS5 exclusive Rise of the Ronin sought inspiration from the likes of Ghost of Tsushima and Assassin's Creed. Screenshots from the game, as well as its release window, have also been leaked. The snitch, who's made quite a name for themselves with accurate leaks, claims that ROTR, Rise of the Ronin, gameplay will borrow elements from both Assassin's Creed and Ghosts of Tsushima. The latter itself has been likened to Ubisoft's tentpole franchise from time to time. We're told to expect some similarities with Dark Souls as well, but it doesn't look like we're talking about difficulty here. According to the leak, Rise of the Ronin will come with multiple difficulty settings, romance options, and... What was that? And oh, and skill and technique tree. A screenshot of the skill and technique tree has also been shared on Reddit. As far as the release window is concerned, the Stitch claims that Rise of the Ronin is currently planned for Q1 2024 and that Team Ninja is busy improving the game's fidelity. As we've come to expect, Rise of the Ronin will come with both performance and quality modes. Last but not least, Rise of the Ronin will reportedly come with plenty of side quests and missions for those who love to explore. Sorry, I muted, muted myself because <laughs> I'm a big dumb idiot. Kyle, I'll say it again for the people in yeah. the back. Rise of the Ronin looking like it's probably going to be my game of the year next year. <laughs> Everything they're saying sounds like it is 110% up my alley. Yeah. What? I don't Throw like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for it. Okay. I'm excited about the games that they take inspirations from. But everything else is like, yeah, you know, most games have difficulty settings and romance <laughs> options and a skill and technique. There's nothing like substantial yet. Yeah. I need to see it in motion. I, again, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. but I think Team Ninja is a little hit or miss. Um, They're more hit. They're they're way more hit, I would sure. say. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking Platinum is the one that's more You're hit. Probably You're probably thinking Platinum. Okay. Um, I'm still excited for it. Mm-hmm. Again, the inspirations in the games that they're referencing uh, is very, um, I almost said inspirational, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the exciting. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Souls one is is because it's not difficulty wise is where that's going. Do they mean like like bonfires you're resting at or perhaps I know that like Team Ninja, first off, they they. They made Neo, Neo 2, and oh, that's uh, right. okay. Long, mm-hmm. right? All excellent games. I don't think they hit on that level of, you know, um, you know, a Souls game. But they're they're not like a, hey, we have Souls at home, kids. Right? Like they're very competent. So like I have yeah. no no doubt that this game's gonna be either very good or great. Right? Uh when we're told some similarities of Dark Souls as well, I'm probably thinking in terms of how the combat is designed, like, um, you know, how it's mapped out on the triggers. So, like, your heavy hit mm. would probably be R2, okay. your light hit R1, that type of thing. Dodge um, with circle? Dodge with circle. Let me tell Final you, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 16. messing with me. <laughs> uh, I, I, gotta, okay, I, I know gotta you can real. switch it, but it's fine. It's not the same. Uh, please <laughs> let me just remap any button to where I want. Yeah. Just modern games, please. Because yeah. all I need is to remap R1 in circle with Final Fantasy 16. And I could be good at that game. <laughs> but right now I can't. So I'm bad at that game. <laughs> like really bad embarrassing uh-huh. myself. All because of one button. But mm-hmm. 
nonetheless back here what you said Kyle when we see it again when do you think we see this game again because PlayStation's <sighs> not going to be at Gamescom which they haven't been but they're also not going to be at the Tokyo Game Show in a big way. They're going to be they have an indie representation, yeah, an right? indie focused thing. But they're not going to be there either. So yeah. I want to know what you're thinking here, man. When do you think we're going to get more news from Rise of the Ronin? If if there if this is true and it's Q1 of next year, yeah. you gotta think there's going to be a stay to play in late August, September. One would assume. That gives enough time to hype it up. Yeah. And, and, and it's that my my benchmark for most of these are like, even though it wasn't everybody's favorite thing in the world, but like when Bethesda was like, here's Fallout 4, we'll see in six months when you get to play it. <laughs> so kind of like yes. that's my benchmark of like six months around there uh, is, is kind of like the lead up to mm-hmm. like announce something. Um, that could be possible if I'm making any sense there. Oh, yeah. So I could I could see late August, early September, and that could even give them some time to like throw in some other you know yeah. exciting things. Like you can imagine we're going to see Rebirth again. True. Ah oh, man, maybe maybe they learned their lesson from the last <laughs> state of play that called itself. I a don't showcase. know about that, Joe. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Um, no, but uh, I'm excited. I think we're going to see it in September. Uh, July, we've had state of plays in July. May, mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe even I can lend itself to late, early to late August because PlayStation does have to reveal the Q light price, the h- new hardware. Mm-hmm. And no doubt we're going to see again more, you know, Spider-Man. Stellar but, Blade, where's that at? Stellar Blade. So, like, there's still games. So, PlayStation now needs to hype us up for the holiday at the same exact time. Let us know what's out for quarter one, right? Yeah. To, you know, the, the March-ish area. So, to me, I, I... It also depends, like, if they're like, oh, the Project Q, we're just going to announce in a blog post. Oh, the PS5 Slam blog Which post. Which seems like their MO in 2023. And it hurts my soul when they do every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. So, like, we could have a state of play in August and September, or we could get a, a damn blog post. And I don't yeah. know why it works so well for them. I want to I have the secret sauce. I want to know the formula. Yeah. By golly, geez. Exactly. All right, Kyle. Enough of Rise of the Ronin and how excited okay. we are for it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about partnerships, Korea, you know, all that good stuff. Stuff we know so much about. Take it away. Oh, yeah. So many things. Ibrahim right. uh, Kabir over at MP First writes, PlayStation pursuing partnerships in Korea. Sony Interactive Entertainment is reportedly shopping for PlayStation exclusives and third-party partnerships in Korea, according to a local news site. The company has been eager to expand its gaming business around the globe and has already struck a number of deals with Chinese and Korean developers alongside looking for talent in India. One of the developers Sony is reportedly interested in is Pearl Abyss, which is about to launch Crimson Desert, and PlayStation is discussing plans, including investment, in return for partial exclusivity on content, according to the same report. Pearl Abyss, developer of upcoming Crimson Desert, and Seasoft, developer of PC MMORPG Blade and Soul. Oh my god, my eyes, really quickly, my eyes had an issue, 
It says come to us. I thought that said corn to us. I digress. Come to us developer mobile game Summer's War and NeoWiz Games publisher of upcoming PS4 and PS5 Souls like Lies of P. Announced partnerships of PlayStation with Korean developers include Stellar Blade, aka Project Eve, which is being developed by Korean studio Shift Up and coming exclusively to the PS5. Kyle, I think this this is super cool. Like, uh, you know, there are more places. I, I think we've echoed this in the past. Like, there's more places than just Europe, U.S., Japan. Um, uh-huh. So seeing PlayStation rumor uh, go out there and partner with more, you know, South Korean teams looking at, you know, they started the the Indian uh, Hero Project uh, over in India. Like, you know, they're looking at all these emerging markets and markets that are just untapped. And they're just like, why can't we... Why can't we do this? You know, yeah. why can't we be a part of this? And you're, you're seeing rumor has it and Seasoft working on a MMO for PlayStation. So that all said, that all out of the way, mm-hmm. Kyle, do you? Where do you think? All right, because I'm still, I'm still an acquisition city. All right, oh, I'm boy, just still, um, I'm window shopping. I'm like, ooh, we CD Projekt the said they aren't, but Hunter on Twitter said something that's probably false here, <laughs> and it's getting my hopes up. Can ooh, I ask wow. you a question real quick about did, acquisitions season? What did Zuby Tech, you know, copy and paste on Twitter today? Ooh, let me just go <laughs> peer around. You know, uh, are are all roads still leading to Square Enix in your eyes? Um, some well, roads. You used to say that. Yeah, okay, some so. roads. For There's sure. a couple forks here and there. All right. What do you think? Uh, when it comes to just in general or or yeah. screenings? Where, where do you see the roads go for PlayStation here? Do you I, think you're going to see something in like South Korea? You're going to see something, you know, in India? What do you think? Well, I, I think with these, mm-hmm. uh, they, uh, Ibrahim said it in there. I, I think similar to what they did with FromSoft where yeah. they invest into it but don't completely own it okay for for some sort of exclusivity here and there own like a minor percent share of it i think is probably the way to go with these yeah and then down the road do pull a thing like when you buy a house mark be like hey you, you you did all these things for us all these great things for us hopefully and we want you to be officially part of the team and do it that way yeah I, I still think, yeah, I think the road's big picture wise. I think they are going to Square Enix. Oh, really? I think a lot of their, I think a lot of their games are already skipping out on Xbox a lot. Yeah. If it seems like, yeah, um, it's just so interesting because a lot of people are like, why can, why to buy the cow? You get the milk for free. You know, it's like, <laughs> all right, Grandpa. Um, I <laughs> like. To I also me, don't. I'm okay with no acquisitions either because oh, I don't want to hear all the back and forth bullshit that, that's yeah, gonna yeah, happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to me, I, I think we're gonna see like PlayStation have again, like when we talk about what's next for PlayStation, which undoubtedly we'll we'll get into in depth once this whole big deal is over. I think you're gonna see them make defensive, strategic investments in companies that they're partnered with significantly. So like, I do think you see some type of reinvestment in Square Enix. I do think you're going to see them invest in other companies that they're close with um, to say, Hey, 
stay with us, please. <laughs> hey, we could we could help you out here. We could help you out there. Here's some money there, and kind of you know tie or, or, or tie those bridges together um, to kind of make sure that Microsoft can't just move in on their turf. So to me, it's it's way more interesting when we take a look at something like a Square Enix going. Wow, Xbox was on the verge to buy them back a few years ago. Now Square Enix is not returning their calls. What happened? You know? Mm -hmm. So I think when it comes to these partnerships here, I do think you're going to see PlayStation investing in these teams and it be a housemark situation of where like, hey, you know, for example, I know NCSoft is, NCSoft is way bigger. I'm just, just hear me out here. Hey, NCSoft, we really like what you've been doing. Um, we work really well together. We gel really well together. Uh, let's just put a ring on it. You know, oh, shift up, man. This game looks great. We've done well together. You know, we, you know, we, re we dug your vibe across the bar. Now you're here with us. This is nice. This is great. You know, come be a part of, of the team. That's where I think these type of things are going. But I also need to stress to people when we talk about the acquisition like stuff is PlayStation strategy is not like Microsoft's where PlayStation strategy isn't necessarily that they need to lock down content for their service. So like PlayStation's is it's far different than that. So I would say you maybe probably don't get a you know big publisher thing yeah. out of them. Maybe you do. Yeah, yeah. As, as again, as a defensive like deflect, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. This Still is really interesting. Go though. snatch up Ember Labs when you can. Yep. Yep. Please. 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 <laughs> They're on their list from last week. Yeah. Maybe That's nervous. it, Kyle. Speaking of lists and stuff, uh, listen, it's summer months. We're into July, and there has already been so many amazing games uh, that we've been playing. And I want to I wanna just reiterate this. 2023 has been the greatest year in video games. I will die on that hill. People will be like, oh, 2008. Oh, 2010. Oh, 1996 or whatever. Mm -hmm. No. It is 2023. It's, treat, it's, it's been treating us so well. Like, there's already like six, maybe even seven games that... We could go, oh, that's a game of the year contender right there. Mm -hmm. And again, we're in July. Like every single month, except for maybe February, we've had a game of the year caliber game release. Yeah. And I think that's just bananas. So what I wanted yeah. to do a little different is uh, talk about our top 10 games thus far. But I wanted to get a read um, from the community to see what their game is of the year are so far. Uh, Kyle, would you like to take it away from our first uh, listener? Uh, that is Chris, the wizard. Absolutely. Chris, the wizard writes, Hey fellas, hope you are both doing well. My game of the year is Jedi survivor. It was the game I couldn't put down until I beat it. I played the demo for final fantasy 16. And let's just say if I buy it, that might be my vote for your award show, but we'll see. Oh, okay. The Muffin Man, Mr. Kevin Ainsworth, writes, My current game of the year is Trails of Azure, which is simply a masterpiece of a JRPG. I finished Final Fantasy 16 on Monday and want to know, who are your guys' favorite character in the game so far, and why is that Jill? That's weird, Kevin, that you misspelled Sid, but Jill is a very close <laughs> second. I'm partial to, to Goots. 
Goots? You're a Goots guy? I like Goots. I, I like right. the big, big, dumb, soft-spoken Fair enough, fair enough. Characters. All right. Real answer is Clive. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and while you read the next one, I got to step away from just a second, but Uh-oh. take it away. Uh-oh. Okay. Mama bad bit. Misbehaving again. <laughs> the Green Gorilla Gamer goes, Sup, boys? 2023 is halfway through. I've had a pretty great year so far, all things considered. And even though I haven't touched 2023 titles, I'm looking back at my top games that I've played so far while I play through my ever-growing and massive backlog, which is okay. It's okay for your game in the year not to be a 2023 game. I played... That was me, not Green Gorilla. I played more than this, but there are 10... Ugh, but these are the 10 that stand out from the first half. They are in order. Top games I've played this year. Last was part one. Marvel Spider-Man, The City That Never Sleeps. Inscription, Casey's Mod. Uncharted 3, Drake's Recep- Drake's Deception Remastered. Rubber Bandits. Oh, I've never heard of that game. Dead Cells, finally played on console. Ape Out, Limbo, Need for Speed Heat, and Bioshock Remastered. Ooh. On top of your guys' top ten list, I'm also very excited to hear your thoughts on Synapse. Because if that game is what I think it is going off the trailer, I'm pretty stoked for that game. That'll be all, gentlemen. Happy Independence Day, and I hope the rest of both of your weeks are joyful. Thank you. Thank you. We'll never forget you, Bill Pol- Pol- uh, Pullman. Yeah. We will uh, never not go quietly into the night. That's right. God damn, the most <laughs> inspirational speech from the dumbest mo- so movie, good. if you ever think about it too oh, hard. That movie is cinema at its finest. I hey, love rem- that. Remember when you know they- what? I'm going to watch that tonight. Oh, absolutely. It's a... <laughs> You're not American. That's part of yeah. when you do the citizen test. That's what they go watch Independence Day. That sequel this might be the biggest happened. letdown I think I've ever had. Well, that's funny that you say that because I remember them saying, hey, we're going to make a sequel. We're going to put Liam Hemsworth in it. Um, and for some reason, not, you know, well, at the time, Will Smith had better standing, not put <laughs> Will Smith in it. And um, and then all of a sudden they were just like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> we're not going to yeah. do it. We're not going to ruin a good thing. And they, they never did. You know, isn't that great? Yeah. That's what I like to believe. Other, uh, other timeline. <laughs> Kyle's happy. <laughs> yeah, right? So can it, writes, It was Tears of the Kingdom, but having finished Final Fantasy 16 yesterday, it's a strong contender. Diablo 4 will depend on what season one brings, but I I like their reactivity. Oh, sorry, their activity on patches. Ooh-wee. Um, okay, Kyle. So here we are. We need to make our top 10 list. The best PlayStation games in 2023 so far. You like yeah. that pregnant pause? That was a very long pause. So I want to talk about, I, I want to do one at a time and then do some so, honorable mentions. So it's 10 combined. 10 combined. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And then like the whys, the, the why nots. And... I'm going to also throw this in here. Again, PlayStation. So none of this, like Zelda who? What a foolish name, you know? <laughs> um, Why is it called Zelda when you play as Link? I don't even know. <laughs> it should be called Legend of Link. That's right. All right. No, we're not bringing LOL. that voice back. <laughs> back and it would be LOL. Yeah, see, it's dumb. <laughs> All right, Kyle, I want to talk about one. That is, I think we got to start this this countdown with countdown. Yeah, are these these are not in any particular no order? order. No yes. order, because I don't even want people to get a vague idea. Well, nope. no, I've been saying it a lot, but like I want people to have the idea. It could go either way for me. 
okay. of what my game of the year is. Okay. So far. So far. So let's start with number 10, the obvious pick, Resident Evil for Remake. Wowie, wow, wow, wow. What a game, it, man. <laughs> it made a game that we both first experienced on this show a few years ago yeah. during the pandemic. Yeah. Which we did enjoy, but thought it could be updated a whole bit. This yep. this version of RE4 is damn near perfect. It's definitive. Like It's, this a, it's is, incredible. Yeah. This is 100%. Just, it, it's the greatest horror game ever made. Now, I understand now, guys. My eyes have been opened. Um, yeah. It's so damn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, wow. They, they understood the assignment. And I think what what I've gotten uh, from, you know, people, the OG fans of this game is just like, yeah, there's this game's definitely a remake, but it's not like it's one-to-one. Like, they take sections out of this game and bosses out of this game and put new ones in there that you didn't expect and so it keeps it fresh while at the same exact time, it still delivers what feelings that original game delivered. And so when I think of, yeah, you know, Resident Evil 4, it, it has to be here, man. I, I think this, it may mm-hmm. damn near be one of the greatest remakes, if not the greatest remake ever made. Yeah. yeah. I Not even like the the boss reimagining either. My favorite thing that that game did, it was very early on, is with the uh, the bell tower in the village, yep. where where it falls, and it, that doesn't happen in the original, and right. it warps your brain and your memory of the first game, and be like, okay, where well, where do I have to go now? Yeah, and at <laughs> the same exact time, I love that it does that. It's like, it's in on the joke a little bit. Yeah, because like the thing about like Resident Evil Four and just a lot of the Resident Evils is like it's such a good B movie like yeah. setup vibe characters yeah. yet it's still terrifying yet it still just feels so yep. great to play and right after that tower falls and you see the title card you know you see Leon go where are they going to bingo night <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's, yeah. it's it tells you exactly what this game is gonna be and I think all the voice actors just Absolutely nailed our parts here. So, yeah. yeah. Resident mm-hmm. Evil mm-hmm. 4. Come on. Easy one. What about you, Brad? I think it, so far, mm-hmm. I got to I gotta start things off with an indie on my side of things. Fair enough. Dredge is one of the best games this year. Okay. Uh, a game that I, I notoriously don't play a whole lot. It's a fishing game. <laughs> but it's a horror fishing game. Okay. It is so creepy and unsettling and unnerving. Mm. And the story that it tells is really, really uh, fun and engaging. And it has that really, the mechanics are fairly simple, right? Go fish out when the sun's out, take your fish, sell them for most money, upgrade your ship, go about your business. But the moment the sun goes down is when the horrors start coming out at night mm. and the giant fish are coming and uh, the unspeakable things come after you mm-hmm. that it, 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 you don't expect at first. And uh, I, I see a joke loading in Joe's brain. Um, <laughs> Go on. Go on. Think, think of what dark things lie in, uh, in this in this cranium right oh, now. Oh, 
many, many things. Maybe a submersible somewhere. <laughs> Bingo. Um, Won't say it. Won't say it. And and the fact that if you don't go to sleep, you're gonna go crazy. Yeah. And, and and start seeing things and whatnot. Like a game that I just heard a lot of hype for, didn't watch a trailer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Went in blind and had a fantastic time. It has yeah. that very fun gameplay mini game loop. Um, it's great. Everyone should play Dredge. Yeah. You think they're gonna have a submarine DLC? God damn it! I couldn't help myself. There is DLC. <laughs> Oh, is it really? Not out yet, but yeah. Uh, All right, here's my next one, Kyle. You ready? Have you seen this? I've heard about this one. It's the game we're going to be talking about this weekend over at patreon.com slash BS Review. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Wowie wow. This game is so good. Um, It's a feat. Listen. And I know you're, you're fighting because you're like, I really like this game, but there are some obvious problems, i.e. the bugs and the glitches. Totally get you. They're there. They're prominent. Yeah. And they're yeah. still annoying uh, a few months yeah. after release, right? That being said, though, overall, man, as a Star Wars fan, this this gave, I think, all Star Wars fans the power fantasy that we all love, which is being a Jedi, being a Jedi on the run, being a Jedi that's trying to not bring order together, but just to survive. Um, I think it tells one of the best stories in a Star Wars. And I really get annoyed when I see on social media people going, oh, Star Wars, you know, they can't tell. A, they're, they're so afraid to tell a story that's not the with the original six. It's like you haven't seen Andor. You obviously haven't seen Rebels. And let me tell you something. You have not played Star Wars Jedi series because it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this story in particular tells something that gives you a really good gray area um, that I think most Star Wars fails to give folks, which is like, yeah, a, a real question of did I do the right thing? Uh, and you can go either way. It's 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 a not black or white issue. It's uh, it's a shade of gray, and I think it works really well. So, Jedi Survivor. That is that is my number two. My number seven pick. Uh, remember when I said I have a hot take? Oh, sorry, that was number. Uh, uh number eight. 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 Sorry. Yeah, dyslexia. Earlier, uh, the tease in the pre-show. Yeah. Uh, it, it's about Jedi Survivor. Uh oh! Don't don't hurt me. I'll save it for the road to greatness. No, no, say it right now. In say it right now, and then, and then, like, just say your piece. Star Wars Jedi Survivor is the days gone of 2023, where it's being held back game. by performance issues. It's a great game, but I have such a bad taste in my mouth because of the performance and the bugs that literally set me back hours, and I had to straight up take it out of my PlayStation, going for the platinum because I just had enough. So I will wait until all that's fixed. And then I'll sing its praises. But right now, to me, there were so many bugs that cost me progress. And I just, it it bums me out because I I love everything else about it. (laughs) I think that's a perfect analogy. Honestly, yeah. Kyle, because you're you're right. Like these are issues that, like, if someone's listening to this episode a year from now, you're like, they're like, "What do you mean? I played it the other day, and it's great." It's like, but in the moment, right here, right now, there's still issues with it, and that's a bummer. But for the narrative, like, god damn, this this did this did something for me. So, Kyle, what's yeah. the number seven 
top. I mean, come on, let's stop dancing game. around it. I'm yeah. not even done. According to Joe, I'm just scratching the surface. Yeah. Final Fantasy 16 is not only one of the best games this year. It's one of the oh. best games I've played in recent memory. Oh. It's so damn good. Yeah. And yes, it is a Final Fantasy game. We talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I have some nitpicks, okay. but not enough to be like, this is the worst thing in the yeah. world. I have some nitpicks in terms of, so Final Fantasy 16 is also here for me as well. So now I, I got to rethink of something fast. But, um, you know, for me, when I when I think about Final Fantasy, I'm not a huge Final Fantasy fan. And this game has inspired me so much to go out there and pick up the Pixel Remasters, which like, I have. I Before this, I had no desire to do, but like it, it it's lit a fire under me t- to go out there and and purchase this this gosh dang uh, these gosh dang games. So like, yeah. Final Fantasy 16, I think, is incredible. I think the story is its strongest suit. At the same exact time, though, there are, and I definitely know I'm in the lull point, uh, where okay. it's it it it's a bit boring for right now, and I'm mm. I'm hoping it, it picks up soon because right now it seems like the Androboda quest of like I've been doing some like non hype things for the last hour. Let me see a hype thing, <laughs> which when you Fair. see those moments, when you see those cinematics, you, you're you just like you put the controller down. And you're just feasting. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. And I won't spoil it all. Just say is I accepted the truth last night. Yeah. And oh, my God, that yeah. whole section, my jaw was on the floor. Yeah. I'm like, not only is this game gorgeous, the music is perfect. It adds so much to the combat and out of combat. Yeah. And the story that they're telling and the character of Clive is one of the best main protagonists. I can go on and on and on. Yeah. It's I, really I, special. And I'm, I feel bad that I was so hesitant yeah. like last year or so. I, I will very, say this. I was at a, a certain point and Kyle, you'll get real proud of me. And I, when, cause I understood you'll, I understand the reference. It felt like the Voldemort V uh, Dumbledore fight. But in cinematic Square Enix form, I was just like, this is some of the most beautiful thing I have seen a video game. <laughs> like, it's a, just thing. Like, it's just it, awesome. I, I love this game. Though I will say, I do want more RPG mechanics in this game. Yep. It is very mm-hmm. RPG light. And yep. I think someone on Twitter posted it. I, I think it's 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 it's. It's funny because it's true. It's like this game obvious had obvious inspirations of God of War and God of War mm. had obvious uh, inspirations to like Final Fantasy in terms of their RPG mechanics in Ragnarok. Uh, I, I remember one of the God of War devs actually coming out and saying that. I'm like, yeah, thinking about it. Yeah, like there's a lot more RPG mechanics at play in Ragnarok than in this game. And I think yeah. that is the only bummer. That, that, I is, hope- that is... Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. That that is one of my nitpicks for sure. It's it's, it's not too heavy on RPG-ness. Uh also I feel maybe a, just a tad bit too linear. Yeah. In the open world or the 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 world's bridging sections. Um and I'm a sucker for a good inventory. Oh yeah. And like maybe it changes and it changed a little bit in the section I played yesterday, but like 
Oh, I'm going to go over that shiny thing on the, on the ground. Oh, $2. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, two gil. Great. Whoa. I'm so glad I ran Don't spend all the way over here for that. one place. Yeah. And and like the chest only being like, you know, crafting materials. It's a it's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. yeah. But uh, other than that, the whole I've, package is stellar though. Yeah. I think the story it's telling, the characters that are telling them, and the combat itself is just so damn good that i wish i was just good in the game that's it chat real quick is saying yeah. are you finding the game too easy uh no because i'm dying a bunch because i suck mm. because the dodge buttons that are one and not circle yeah that's fair <laughs> like I, and i know you're <laughs> like it's i it's been like 16 maybe even 20 hours at this point i should have gotten used to it by now i just my brain <laughs> is hardwired yeah it's it's hard to do that yeah i get it that said number six Let's give a shout out to the Dead Space remake, man. Uh, Motive, y'all did the damn thing. Dead Space remake is also incredible. It takes everything that you remember from the first game and just just modernizes it. In in I think it doesn't take as many liberties as you know Resident Evil Four remake, and I think the reason why I'm so high on Resident Evil Four remake is because it, to me I did experience it like a fresh new game. Um, where Dead Space, it's like yeah, this is I remember this, I remember that. You know, it's like a it's it's like a I'm the tour guide, but in a creepy like you know haunted house. Um, but in the ways of where they modernized it, like you know traversing in the zero uh, gravity portions that were just frustrating even back then are fixed and streamlined here. You know, making Isaac now a voice character like he w- like he was in uh, Dead Space 2 also helps uh, alleviate some of the mystery or some of the story in this game, and, and it, I think it's, it's better for it. So to me, Dead Space Remake, as well as a huge, the game that got me into horror it needs to be on this list. So, yeah, yeah. Dead Space. I played through Dead Space for the first time with this game. Had had a uh, a great time with it. I understand why you love it so much and so many people do because it definitely is scary. A horror-ass game. <laughs> like, to me, Dead Space is way more, like, horror than Resident Evil 4. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. It's very scary. Okay. Right, what's number a, five? What's, what's oh, number boy. five? Man, you know, I'll I'll save it because it's part of your list, so I'll okay. let you bring that one up. Yeah. But I'll go with the same franchise. Ooh, Horizon Call of the Mountain is pretty damn cool. Really? Uh, okay. Again, haven't finished it. Okay. But I wanted to give some love to a VR title. And I'm not too far into the game we're going to talk about later, so I don't want to include it now. Um, But I feel like that is one of the... That had that same feeling of the first time I played VR. Yeah. Where I put it on and I was just amazed at how this game looks and the technology behind it and feeling like I am in the world of Horizon. Yep. And reaching back and grabbing the bow is a cool feeling fighting the 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 robot dinosaurs are awesome the machines yeah it's a real special vr game it really is and though i don't think it's maybe the best psvr title it's definitely up there and it's definitely something for fans of horizon in that world when you Mm -hmm. just see it 
you know, like, like firsthand where you're like in the headset, you can't yeah. help but just be blown away at the visual fidelity that you're seeing on screen. Like, it's yeah. just so beautiful. It's just so crisp. And you're right. Like, this game is great. And the characters in it aren't aren't as shallow as you typically would think for a PSVR title. So, yeah. Yep. Horizon Call of the Mountain is great. And I'm also going to throw Horizon Burning Shores as the next game. I also have it on my list, too. Dude, number four, right? Is it number four? Yep. yep. Yeah, there you go. Uh, number four, Horizon Burning Shores. My God, dude, this game is freaking great. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, it is stunning. It's beautiful. And it's finally, I think, it, to me, walking away from it, I'm like, yeah, Forbidden West should not have been a cross, you know, PS5, PS4 mm. game. Because you really do see in certain sections this game take complete advantage of the PlayStation 5 tech, especially diving in and out of water with ease. Um, yep. that is crazy on a physics system level that they're and able that to last, just crush. The last boss fight as well is Epic. insane. Insane. Yeah. And I want to give a great, uh, a big shout out to, I believe her name is Kaylee who voices, uh, Sekia, uh, who mm. is just, I, we need her in more things. Uh, she, yes. she killed it in, in that role. So yeah. Yep. Horizon. And some of my favorite visual settings in the horizon universe yeah the old uh dino park is incredible one of my favorite sections of, of any game yes for sure it's well worth your time for yeah. sure yeah uh, what is right, this number on. three i think this is number three okay in no particular order no particular order talk to me oh, oh talk to boy me. I'm going to go with uh, not a Joe game because it makes you feel things. I'm going oh. to Space for the Unbound. Okay. Um, the game was very early this year. Mm. I still think about that game and the feelings it made me feel and the story of uh, Nirmala. Um, speaking of like uh, early, the, the last story where we're talking about PlayStation looking at, at talent in Korea and, and the games being made there. An Indonesian team mm. where the game takes place in Indonesia. It's like a slice of life thing. Um, and just the characters are written so well and you feel for their story of Atma uh, and, and what he's going through and it goes some serious, serious places and it's real special. So if that's your type of game, and again, I hate when Joe loads a joke when I'm talking about a sad thing. Uh, What's their name? Know, Atma Nirmala. Oh, okay. What do you think I said? Nothing. nothing. I'm going to keep that joke loaded in. It may be insensitive. Is it like a fantasy world? No, it's in Indonesia. Oh, it's in Indonesia. Okay, I was about to be insensitive. All right. Well, now yeah, that joke's no. not funny. Either. I thought this was like a fantasy world. No, right. no, 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 no. All no, right, no, fair no. enough. Look at me. There are fantasy things that happen, but it is based in Indonesia. I saw the line. I was like, where's, <laughs> do I want to get canceled? In and I head, saw you were no and, longer a podcast host. Exactly. And, and, and then I was just like, oh, okay, that's a real name. I'm just dumb. And then I backed away. You saw that? I was like, oh, the, you actually okay. see it live in real time. Joke's no longer funny. Bam. It's gone. 
good. Be proud um, of me is what there, I'm saying. There's growth today, everybody. Gr- you growth. saw growth today, okay? I could have been a real slimy piece of trash, but I decided <laughs> to clean the trash instead because you know what, Kyle? I forgot. Our our list kind of you know, merged into one a little bit with Final yeah. Fantasy 16. Knocked it all through a, 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 a loop. So let's talk about one together, okay? Let's talk about one that I think we don't share one though. Well, but we're about to. Well, trust me, just go with me here. All right? Okay. Let's talk about Power Wash Simulator, dude. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna leave that for an, an honorable mention. No, well, because we both have Final Fantasy sixteen, I didn't notice. So, yeah, but you still have one left, so that would be yours. And then yeah, but I we're at left. number three. We're at number three, right? Oh wait. No, that your number two would be the one you have left, and then I have the last oh, one. Oh, never mind. You know what? Forget yeah, Power yeah. Wash. <laughs> we'll later. talk about it in honorable mention. Yeah, it's honorable great. mention. It's great. <laughs> oh, my God. Spraying a, spraying a bus can't, can't get enough. Let's talk about uh, something I've always had a, like a steady feeling on, right? Like Diablo. I said it. It's like, oh, even before the game came out, it's like, it's my game of the year. <laughs> And I've never been uh-huh. so sure about something in my life. And then getting it and going, yeah, it met every single one of my expectations. Mm-hmm. It met every single one of them. And then some uh, Diablo four. I'm a huge Blizzard fan. And this to me is like a return to form for that group, for that developer and for the Diablo franchise, which it's not like Diablo three was bad. Diablo three is great. Uh, but Diablo 4 just layers it in something that looks uniquely Diablo. What I mean by that is there was this time in Blizzard history with the success of World of Warcraft that everything began looking the exact same without it, like, for example, you know, Diablo 3 started to look a lot Warcraftified, lightened up. And you saw, like, with one of the World of Warcraft expansions, you're like, this kind of looks like Diablo now. Like, everything was, like, blending into one. Diablo 4 just looks like how you remember Diablo looking back with Diablo 2. And I think, though the story isn't my favorite, I think when it comes down to the moment-to-moment action of the game and the systems that are at play, it is incredibly... It is incredibly versed into what it wants, what what the player wants it to be. And what I mean by that is like, if you are a hardcore Diablo fan, there's systems in this game that will you know lose or you'll lose hundreds of hours into. Or if you're a casual fan, you'll play that campaign going, all right, that was a good time, and walk away with it, like it, or walk away from it. Um, it's so good at at just letting the player engage with it uh, on the terms that the player wants to engage with it in, and so. To me, Diablo 4 is, man, it's it it's it, man. It's so, it's so damn good. Even playing Final Fantasy 16, and I'm loving that game, I still get ripped away in going back to Diablo 4. Um, it's, it's just so stellar. I got to get that sorcerer to level 100 and get that barbarian to 50, and then I got the plat. So Ooh. I should tell you how much I'm loving it. And Kyle, do you want an hour count on Diablo 4? Oh, where were we last time? Were we at 80-something? Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to guess 112. I have a problem. 
Oh no. 173. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, dude, I know life did for a good three days straight. That's all I did. <laughs> I That's get it though. I it did. is addicting. Oh it my is God. addicting. As, as, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, because you're just like, oh, I'll just do like 30 minutes for, you know, like as I wait for like the, the world boss to appear, then all of a sudden I'm there for three hours. Yeah. As yeah. this is my first Diablo, I can see why people love it so much. Uh, the the loop isn't getting there yet for me, but I am. There's something in the back of my head like, yeah, let's go back. Fair enough. So eventually. But my to, to round up our top 10. Mm-hmm. A game that is pulling me away from Final Fantasy. Oh. So much so that I've already put in 50 hours. Oh. A game that has been released everywhere but PlayStation until last week, two yep. weeks ago? Last week, yeah. Talk about it. That's wild. Rogue Legacy 2 is the best sequel yeah. I think ever made from what of the type of game that it is. Right. Right. Celebrate games. Correct. It's a roguelite. I know it you is talked the about roguelite. About, yeah. It is. It, it, to me, it's like the one that the everyone is chasing all. to be. Um, Cellar uh, Door Games made everything that made the first one great, just amplified it to like 100. Nice. Like every single class has like a, a switch of it. Like, right. So, like, mm-hmm. you could be a barbarian but eventually you can unlock it to be turned into a fighter a chef can turn into a waiter and oh, has a cool. different kind of style to it um it's incredible and, and it's very difficult don't get me wrong um, it's still a roguelite at the end of the day it's still a roguelite uh the bosses are super cool and the really fun thing is where if you beat it enough times or you do some of the other game modes here's the thing about it there's so many things to make you keep playing Mm. Right. They have special game modes called like um, it's called Thanatutopia, I think. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, but basically, each, there's there's two different things with different modifiers. I forget which each one is, but you have to beat the game in 15 lives or less. Oh, wow. And then there's another one called True Rogue Mode where it's one life. So it's like permadeath. And then you have to restart that way. Uh, all those are trophies and I have all those trophies. Mm. Um because here's the thing. I beat the game legit, yeah. so no one can yell at me. Yeah. I didn't realize there was a thing in this game called house rules. What's house it's rules? It's like their accessibility thing okay. where you can, you know, mess. It's kind of like Celeste where you can change how many dashes oh, you can do, whatever. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a thing in this one where you can turn off touching an enemy get, damages you. And that is a game changer because without it, like you're just barely touching them and you're getting hit. Sure. So uh, you turn that on, and then I'm just wrecking shop. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's incredible. You go for that um, plat, I see. I'm going to try. Uh, there okay. is a lot of hoops to jump through, though. Okay. A lot of hoops. Fair. But uh, it's to me, this is going to be my symbolic plat with all those modifiers on, because I will never platinum the first game. The first game is one of my favorites of all time. Fair. Um, Rogue Legacy 2 is great. If you have PS Plus, what are you doing? Yeah. It's download the game and alan wake let's go yes That's please that. please play it let me know how you, how you like it because the games mean a lot so so the top 10 playstation games so far in 2023 definitive is resident evil 4 remake jedi 
Survivor, Diablo 4, Dead Space, Final Fantasy 16, Horizon Burning Shores, Horizon Call of the Mountain, A Space for the Unbound, Dredge, and Rogue Legacy 2. Bam. Now, Kyle, here's one question from Lurian, and I'm going to, because we're going a tad bit long, I'm going to narrow it down to one thing. Stop it with the long. Ah, whatever, you know. Power Watch Simulator is great. Humanity is also great. Oh, And the show is fantastic. Hell yeah. Continue. Uh, Lurian writes, what are your dark horse candidate for the second half of 2023 for the indie VR multiplayer and single player space? All of it. What do you think is going to be the dark horse candidate that's going to end up surprising people more than we think it's going to? My bet, Kyle, is I actually think Lies of P is going to be, it's going to be that game because the developers have already stated like, hey, we heard some of your complaints about the demo and trust me, the, the, this game glowing, like a lot of people loving it and they're like, and we're on it and we're already fixing it. It's like they, they are, their ears to the ground. So I think Lies of P is going to be that dark horse candidate that we don't think about until it's here and I think it's going to. Hopefully, swift some, uh, swip some, sweep some people off their feet. There you go. Yeah. Words. Uh, not exactly a soup. Like it's not a dark horse. Mm-hmm. But I think Baldur's Gate three is going to take some votes at the end of the year. Ooh. Okay. Okay. With with all the amazing things we just talked about and elsewhere, I think Baldur's Gate three is going to have a lot of support behind it. I'm super excited. All right, yeah, dude, yeah, they're like, we have 170 hours of just cinematics, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. that's great, that's a way to you scare me. Dragonborn now, Joe, are you kidding me? Sure. Oh my god, they're they're literally dragons. All right, I'm oh happy for god. you. You'll oh be playing, you'll be playing that. I'll be playing Starfield. We're yeah. all gonna have a good time. Yeah, all gonna have a good time. Oh my god, and oh, why did I forget about that? Still can in chat. Yeah, see the stars. Oh my 1, god. Thousand percent is going to take some votes. Poof. God, it's gonna be so good. All right. God, I forget. Oh, so Thank many you. RPGs. So oh, many god. RPGs, so little time. That said, <laughs> it's time for some flash news. Gotta run fast, gotta run fast. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Okay. Marvel Spider-Man 2 going to San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, Comic-Con returns between July 20th and the 23rd, while Marvel has revealed some of the panels that will be running in San Diego Comic-Con. All we know is that Marvel's Spider-Man 2 will be making an appearance at the show. The company has promised more information on Spider-Man 2 and Marvel Snap soon. Now, I saw some Spider-Man accounts going, hey, y'all, listen, this is usually... Or, or last time, not usually. Last time we got Spider-Man news, or you know, game news at Comic Con, we got revealed of the console, the special edition console. Ah. Uh. So my question for you here, Kyle: Will we see the limited edition Spider-Man Two PS Five that we won't be able to pre-order because it's on the pl- <laughs> <laughs> on PlayStation Direct and it hates us? Oh, I hate it so much. I know. It hurts. It's a fate worse than um, death. I'm gonna say no. Nah, same. No, I I do think we'll we'll get maybe a look we'll at some, some other villains. Okay. Maybe. Mm. I hope we don't see too much though. Yeah. Maybe give us one little trailer. Yeah. Just a little, just the smallest thing. Like, oh, here's yeah. like the, you know, like get Tony know. Todd out there to talk about Venom yeah. a little bit. That's all but I need. Just tell him not to talk too much. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't need to spoil the whole goddamn thing, Tony. Nope, don't do that. But don't yeah, do I, don't, that. I don't know. I don't think we're going to get the, the, the console there. I would love to, but yeah. I think that PlayStation is the redesigned version. So maybe, who knows, PlayStation drops some news after the July 4th week. <laughs> that, maybe, that, maybe. You know, maybe tomorrow they'll be like, hey, look at what we dropped on the blog. But nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think mm. it's going to be there, unfortunately. Uh, Xbox exclusive Scorn is coming to PlayStation 5 <laughs> later this year. A release date has yet to be confirmed for the PlayStation 5 version of Scorn, but given it will be uh, subject to any exclusivity period on Xbox, it's unlikely to come any times before October 4th, 14th, 2023. Nope, no thank you. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nope. nope. Uh-uh. Don't tell me all the haptic feedback. Yeah. No, I'm good. No, I don't don't, too much uh, no. slimy... Uh, Geiger nope. penisy objects for me. No, thanks. No, thank you. Uh, but hey, listen, if that's your jam, yeah. all right, go for it. Have fun Wake with those me up when there's monsters. a VR mode. No. What? I'm sorry. What? Hold on. Hold on. Hold what? on. All right. Uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag is reportedly getting a remake. Sources has told Kotaku, who claimed the remake of the 2013. Why are you, why are you shaking your head? What? Continue. Continue. Okay. Whatever. You know, I'm just going to say a, a team at Ubisoft Singapore. One of the studios that worked on Black Flag, specifically its boating gameplay, it will reportedly be heavily involved in helping modernize the game. Yes. I love this game. Do it. Everybody's like, oh, now we're remaking PS4 games. Yes. Yes, we are making PS4 games. It also came out on PS3 like a week before PS4. Exactly. <laughs> it was a, like, it's, come on. All right, yeah, it's no, like that's... it's it's like Last of Us Part One. Do we need it? No. Am I glad it, it exists? Oh. Absolutely. Oh, I'm going to play the hell out of this. The yeah. reason I'm shaking my head though is go for it. You can't get the other boat game out, Skull and Bones. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Focus on getting that one out. But also, no. you're telling me you're going to remake this? Yeah. A game that, yes, is very dated, and not the first game that so badly needs it. Yeah. I'd much rather the first Assassin's Creed get a remake before 100. Black Flag. Yeah, pull respect that game on all, all needs tier. it. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Uh, that said, last bit of news here, okay? Last of Us Part 3 motion capture kicking off this year. Leakers have doubled down on their claims that Last of Us Part 3 is in development, with one going as far as to claim motion capture work will begin this year. Rumors... Uh, started swirling again over the weekend after a leaker claimed it'll introduce at least five new characters. And they go into pretty big depth here, so I'm not going to say the, the, the rest here, but, like, come on, guys, no duh. Yeah. To me, they need to finish The Last of Us uh, because that show's going to catch up to it pretty fast. So, yeah, I, I do think Last of Us Part 3 is probably the end of The Last of Us, like Naughty Dog handling it, but, yeah, I hope. Nice, a nice little trilogy. Yeah, because I don't want Naughty Dog just to be the Last of Us studio. Nope. Let them do nope. other stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle. Here's a little segment called "What You've Been Playing," and uh, let me tell you something: a lot of Final Fantasy 16, a lot of Diablo, right? A lot of Rogue Legacy. A yep. lot of Rogue Legacy. But there's one game in particular uh, that we've both been playing, which is Synapse, uh, made by. Uh, End Dreams, which is the same team that made games like Frack. Um, so, Kyle, I. Code provided, I, by the way. Code provided by End Dreams. Thank you so much, team, over there. 
I've beaten it. You haven't. So mm-hmm. maybe you should steer the ship for this one. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit of, you know, description. This is a roguelite first-person shooter in VR. That's what this game is, is solely on, which I didn't know walking in this was going to be a roguelite game, mm-hmm. but it is. So that's the description. Kyle, take it away from me. Yeah. Answer. So it's I've only played maybe an hour and a half. Not a ton, because uh, it's real hot. And playing VR in, with no AC in this yep. room whew, could not be me. Um, but while I was playing, it is so visually gorgeous. The yep. the monotone, like, grayscale levels with just pops of uh, what I like to describe as, like, the uh, default iPhone wall f- wallpaper or the <laughs> iPad box thing yes. with, like, the blues, reds, and the purples. Blue, reds, vivid colors, um, Like yeah. a heat map, almost. Yes. Um, it's gorgeous, and it plays extremely well. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, like Joe said, it's a roguelike shooter, and it's basically, from what I've played, uh, you have to rid the level of all the enemies before you can move on, and you have to get through seven levels, nine yes. levels? Yeah. Um, to uh, reach consciousness, if I'm not mistaken. Because um, there's something weird going on with the with, with CEO of a company, I think. So what's happening here, the whole premise of the game is you need to stop a terrorist attack from happening. That's what it so is. So you yeah. have to jump into the mind of a terrorist to get the coordinates to stop this attack. But it may not be all that it seems. Yeah. 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 So basically, I don't know where I got CEO from. Uh, it's really cool, though. Like VR, it's a shooter, obviously. So um, you can grab anything can be cover with the L1 and R1, and you can kind of pull yourself down and then pull yourself up and shoot and duck. And it's also fluid, and it doesn't really... A, a lot of times in VR when you're doing that, when it yeah. when co- cover is tied to a button, it's it's not all that smooth. Yeah. Like, there is there is some stuttering here and there. It is so smooth to go down and up and, and telekinetically where you can pick up objects and throw them and use them to, like bat people around are great the, yes. the triggers of like getting explosive barrels and you have to lightly pick them up yep or else they're going to explode but when you do want to explode the feeling of the the triggers of like really having to crunch down yes. feels like you're crunching the explosive barrel which they, i love they do such a good job with the haptic triggers here so yeah you know when it comes to like grabbing things lightly like there's an ability you get like enemies will lob grenades to you and you catch them with your psychic abilities and you just I'm waiting for that. lightly hold that. it. <laughs> yeah. You lightly <laughs> hold on that trigger and then you detonate it by pressing the trigger all the way down. But there's a nice little stop motion that goes, Hey, whoa, whoa, anything further. This thing's going to blow up in your face. <laughs> yeah. Um, and reloading is super fun too. It's, it's like, like a reloading it in, in real life. Like the yeah, button you just hit it up with your with your other hand if you're completely out or you can hit circle eject and then just kind of reload with the other hand which is great and the thing that's awesome here is like the button you hit circle like it's a slide of a pistol and you actually feel it go slide down Mm -hmm. and then yeah with your other hand you you you, yeah you toss the mag back in and you're ready to go um left hand you just kind of 
Yeah, that was pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, left hand, you can kind of rotate up, palm up to the sky. And by doing that, is that's where your mini map lies. You your, feel so cool. Right? It's your uh, mini map. You, it's your health. Yep. It's the little. It sees how many enemies are remaining, yep. your, your in game currency to get um, upgrades or, or ammo mid run if you need it. Yeah. Um, game pretty damn good. It evolves. It's a good VR game. Yeah, it evolves so well. So, like, if if you're being scared off by the term roguelite, don't be scared. Because at, at the end of the day, you know, this is, again, it's, I think, a great entry point into VR and into the roguelite genre. Because it's not as, like, in-depth as, let's just say, like, a Hades is, for example. Because what it's really wanting you to do is go, hey, here's a sandbox we made. Here's these enemies that we, we, we put in there. Have fun. Go have force powers, right? Like, like go toss people around. Like yeah. one of the things that I love doing is grabbing enemies and then just throwing them up in the air. And mm. in the beginning of this game, Kyle, it very much is like, yeah, take cover. And when you're taking cover, it feels smooth. You're not getting motion sick at all. No. Shout out to this game. And as you unlock things with every playthrough that you do in this game, uh, you gain more powers, which changes up the game entirely. So there's one portion where like, yeah, all I got is this little pistol. Now I got the submachine gun. So now I'm playing maybe a little bit more aggressive. Now I got the shotgun, which means I got to get close to people. Now mm. I got a great grenade launcher, which is like, hey, did you like you? Would you like an easy mode? Because <laughs> it's still fun. Like, don't get us wrong. Um, and, you know, it to me, halfway through, I was like, play it like Doom. And that's what mm. I was doing. I was playing it like like 2016 Doom. And I'm like, let's just speed run this. And when you clear out levels, the faster you get uh, clear a level, the more uh, um, uh, like points that you what get. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah, I forget what it's called. I'm just going to call them ooblets. The more sure. ooblets that you acquire, then y you can make your character more powerful in that run. And the more crazy stuff that you do... Uh, so, for example, like there's little mini achievements in the game that unlock permanent currencies so that you can gain more powers or better health or more guns. Um, so like it awards you to go out there and experiment with your powers. Um, and it's just, it does everything that you want a VR game to do well. So like, for example, there's a climb mechanic and though you're not climbing often, it no. feels as good as horizon call of the mountain. You know, the shooting mechanics in this game are the best that I've gotten in a in a uh, VR headset. Like, it's or, or in a VR game. Um, you know, the story as well, it's serviceable. It's not, like, the greatest thing on, on planet Earth here, but it's still got David Hayter. And, yeah. uh, oh, my God, uh, Femme Shep herself. Why am I blanking on uh, her name? Oh Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale. Ooh, so, yeah, like, same time. It's like I got <laughs> Femme Shep and Solid Snake in my ear. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun. The game I, is just a damn blast. I don't know if it's where I'm s playing. Mm -hmm. Maybe the light isn't super strong. I don't play it in this dark light setting. Everybody mm -hmm. watching video, don't worry. The lights are on full. <laughs> um, throwing the objects to hit enemies or whatever doesn't work for me. Yeah. So I, would I don't know what the motion is. Maybe I'm just not doing the motion correctly or whatnot, but it's like... It goes two inches in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, it doesn't go far enough with velocity. It, it, so, like, I got to find a sweet spot or figure out what's going on because... Same. 
it's that's... not super fluid. It's the same thing with like the elevators yep. and, and the ramps and stuff that you move to access new levels. I'm thinking it's the room. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that, not the game. No, I I will say it is the game, not the room, because I'm having the same Great. amount okay. of trouble. Good, and I'm okay. like really hucking this thing. I'm chucking. Yeah, it I was all sorts of I was too. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, um, but. Man, at the end of the day, those small hiccups aside, if you're oh, yeah. apprehensive because of roguelite, don't. Like, this is yeah, actually no, the no, perfect no. game to jump into. Um, if you're itching for a VR game to play, this is it. Go spend yep. 35 bucks on it. If you're looking for another game to add to the list of, like, why I need a PSVR, this is it. This is a system mm-hmm. seller. Like, Synapse, Call of the Mountain, um, oh my goodness, uh, Demio. Beat Saber, Demio. Like, these are it. Like, this is... This is a stellar game uh, in, yeah. in VR terms. It's just it's just so damn good, man. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I love it. So Synapse and Dream, Dreams, you did it. This is honestly one of my favorite games this year, and I will be platting this game. It's very achi- it's very achievable. So is it Synapse. is it because I, I looked at it and it seemed like you just beat levels. Yep, beat levels, uh, do certain uh, um, challenges. But other than that, okay. it's uh, it's yeah, it's good. I okay. don't think you need to beat it on like hard mode. If if that was like the, I don't think the, there is the a difficulty, is there? It will unlock at the end of the end okay. Of the game. Yeah. Uh, real small fun thing that I absolutely love: yeah. seeing a roguelite or any skill tree in VR Whew. is cool. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Just Very stand cool. in front of you. All these nodes are up in front of you, and you can see something you really want, and it looks far away, and it's. So much of like the, oh, I got to keep grinding to get that. And the mm-hmm. feeling of wanting to keep going to get a far skill in that skill tree. It, I think it works so much better in VR rather than a static image of yeah. like a flow chart kind of thing. Yeah. I, I can't. It's awesome. I can't say enough of this. this. This game is so damn great. Check it out. Go purchase it. Do all the things. Synapse. Trophy room approved. It's a platinum trophy for you VR fans out there. That's that's for sure. All right, Kyle. That's been Synapse. And maybe you'll hear more about it by one of the devs in the next coming weeks. Ooh. Who knows? Who knows? And now it's time to prepare the drop. You didn't ask me if I was holding it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's hot. It's 97 degrees out here. I'm, I'm holding my that? Weeping Bell jungle Pokemon card. I'm, I'm holding my... Uh, my elite controller idea, you know? Oh. Look at this. Look at this bad boy. All right. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront on July 4th. God bless America. <laughs> Burnhouse Lane on PS5. Cubic Light on PS5. Everloon on PS4. Garlic on PS4. Human Autonomy VR, whoa, what? On PSVR 2. What are we talking about human anatomy here? I hope, hopefully, uh, like So I is... looked it up because I, I didn't want to run into the situation. Okay. It's an educational, educational uh, thing for school right. settings. Yeah. What do you think the time to penis on this game is? Uh, oh my God. High schoolers, 0.5 seconds? <laughs> for, Upon hitting start, maybe? I don't know. For, for, for me, what do you think time to penis you're looking it up in the key art before buying it. <laughs> <laughs> 1.5 seconds. I'm reaching over to the mannequin. Vague oh, hand don't gestures. do that motion. <laughs> what 
we're on video now, Joe. But it's like half of it. It's like I did half of a mo- half of a vague oh. motion. All right. Math oh, World boy. VR on PSVR. <laughs> Synapse on PSVR too. The True on PS5. July 5th, Echo Blade on PS5. July 6th, Grimmick Special Edition on PS4. Guilt on PS5, PS4. Guilt, also the X Stadia exclusive. So go yeah, check that out. Yeah, that's exciting. Necrosmith on PS5. Scarf on PS5, PS4. Funny word, Scarf. I feel like a lot of these games this week, like Garlic, The True, what's happening? <laughs> scarf. It's like, scarf. Let's see what oh, Scarf's God. Oh my God, I think I've got a scarf. Like It's a weird word. I don't know. Don't like it. July 7th. A feeble light on PS5, PS4, and Trails into Reverie on PS5, PS4. That's your games this week. Oh, the scarf looks kind of cool, actually. Oh, yeah? I've got a scarf. Oh, a... oh boy. <laughs> looks it's like a time platformer. For our favorite, yet sadly the last segment of the night, it's time for the Sony Pony Express. Yay! Yay! Now, you can write in all your comments, your questions over at the Trophy Room Discord server or at us at Twitter at PS Trophy Room or at us on threads because that's what all the kids are doing nowadays. We want to be. (laughs) I don't know. It's like your jeans. What's going on at PS Trophy Room? Which you might be saying, Joe, why have you been looking at your watch all episode long? I'm not kidding you, Kyle. It's been distracting. I want to take it off, but for health reasons, yeah. I have to have the watch on. And um, nothing but alerts of people following us there on threads. So cool. We'll have some neat incentives in the next week as to why you need to join us over there at threads. <laughs> what do you think the next one is next week? Well, people are like, oh, I'm real fed up this time. What do you think the next one know. is? You got Hive. Got I'm enjoying Blue, Blue Sky. Sky. Blue Sky sounds peaceful, but it sounds like a like a meditative app. Doesn't sure. sound real. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, just really quickly, I was laughing while you were doing that because Jeeves in chat about Scarf the game yeah. says Scarf from the people that brought you mittens. <laughs> God bless. God bless. That's great. Yeah, I don't know what the next one is. Yeah. Uh, Thread no. sounds like a thrift store though, so I don't know. Right? Yeah, Threads is weird. Either a thrift store or a high-end fashion place. Though I will say, I do like the logo of Threads. I have never, I haven't. It's just like the at symbol, but it's all goofy looking. You know, I like a good logo, like the Twitter logo. Is that that a Facebook thing? Is Threads a Facebook thing? Yeah, it's like a meta thing. Which did you hear? Mark Zuckerberg being crazy, like the the metaverse. It it lost like over a four hundred and fifty million dollars. Like it's whoa, it, it, or something like something crazy. It's like Man. the metaverse died or something. It's from like the it's Atlantic. up there with the Flash movie. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like Flash movie, metaverse, <laughs> that submarine from a week ago. Like those are like <laughs> it. You know, rest in peace. Yeah. All right, Kyle. <clears throat> it's time. Let's get into it. Deco writes in. Hey, chaps. Hello. I need some slanger advice. God bless oh, you, boy. sir. Again, link in the description, merch store. You buy that Slanger shirt. You add us at Threads or at Twitter at PS Trophy Room. I'll give you a hand slap. Uh, I've never done a Souls-like game. I plan to 
with Bloodborne and Demon Souls, God bless, as I got them from from the collections. Right. However, after playing Lies of P demo, I'm struggling. Do you have any slang and tips that for me to help get over the early struggles of my quest? Keep up the slanging content, chaps. God bless, sir. God bless. That was, was a I'm very clapping. banger of you, but that's okay. Oh, I don't know, man. I'm young at heart. Uh, I will say, starting with Lies of P without doing a FromSoft game first might not be the best move. Do Bloodborne first. Bloodborne yeah. is... So, Bloodborne's probably... That's what I did. Yeah, it, it's probably the most forgiving from Software mm-hmm. game. Demon Souls is a little cumbersome for the uninitiated. But yeah. if you're like me and you've played at like pretty much every single one of them, um, Demon's Souls is actually the easiest, but it isn't if you're a newcomer. I know that sounds really mm-hmm. weird. So start with Bloodborne and just be okay with dying. Be okay yeah. with trying things out and it not working. Be patient. Understand what that enemy is doing, right? Um, and learn their patterns. And once that unlocks for you, you're going to have a fun time. So I would say go with Bloodborne. Don't don't rush Liza P if you don't have to, but go do yeah. Bloodborne first because I think that will be the true litmus test if you could get into Liza P. Also, do yeah. not be afraid to like you know follow a walkthrough until you're comfortable enough with it because that's what I did. I followed a Bloodborne uh, walkthrough while I played for a little bit until I got the hang of it all. Yeah, and then you got to you knew what to look for in terms of like traps and enemies behind my corner, behind corners, and and what items do what and whatnot. So, you know, have a have a walkthrough uh, handy, just so you know what's coming up ahead, or maybe some tips on how to uh, tackle some of the enemies. But yeah, yeah. Bloodborne is it should be the first first attempt. I feel like yeah, one hundred percent. 100%. Hey, Kyle, you mind reading the next question on the list? Because I just got to... Uh, I mean, I mean, I do, but I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Una writes in, hey, guys, welcome to July, where we reflect on the games for the year. Hope you guys had a good 4th of July. My question this week is, what are some of your favorite collectibles in games? I spent yesterday playing GTA 4 and doing the 200 pigeon grind. Yes, I said 200. God bless you. And even though God it bless. is a bad grind, I am enjoying it in a way. So I throw the ball to you guys. What are some of the collectibles that you enjoy collecting? All right. Uh, sorry about that. So, like, real talk. Okay. And again, keeping this in the podcast. My aunt has been doing good. Uh, she had oh, no. she suffered a stroke about two weeks back. Oh, Just geez. got some very good news, though. She's out, she's oh. out of the ICU. Great. That's awesome. There you go. There you go. Very good. Ooh, that's a stress uh, off my chest. Yeah, that feels that must feel good. Uh, so answer it for me here, Kyle, because I'm I could be real. Was it totally paying attention? I'm sorry. Yeah, was so it being what, a good what, a good host? Yeah, no. Uh, what kind of collectibles in a game do you enjoy collecting? Do, are any from a game that you remember fondly of? Like I, I love doing the Spider-Man backpacks. Um, those are fun to see what spider-man memento were in them Mm. that was cool i'm a sucker for the last of us ones both games i like the trading cards i like the firefly pendants yeah Um, i like them i think they're neat i think collectibles like collectibles like that like have a neat little memento i'm like oh that's cool that's neat um i hate when there's too many of them 
Like or the pigeons in GTA 4 that Yuna is doing. Yeah, like that's yeah. obnoxious. <laughs> when they're tied into achievements and trophies, the reason why I don't like them there um, is say most. Like, don't have it complete at all because sometimes there's a glitched one, right? Oh, and absolutely. then, like, it screws you out of the whole dang Looking thing. Looking at you, Returnal. Exactly, right? Like, oh my God, <laughs> when it's based off RNG. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that pisses yeah, me yeah. off to no end. So, like, yeah, hey, none of that. We did it, though. We did it. We, we did, did it. it. We have the plat. Returnal game it's of the year. That said, though, roguelites, please stop having collectibles. <laughs> I'm begging you. Um, so I, I can't say I'm the biggest fan of a collectible or one that comes to mind, but I would say, like, things that you pick up around the world, I think, man, Bioshock was the one that taught everybody how to do it. You know, having, you know, those collectibles, the little notes and letters you're picking up from like survivors and you're getting to feel how crazy it is there in Rapture. Um, it's mm. those moments. Um, and I I just think Bioshock really is the goat when it comes to like, oh my God, telling the narrative. World building and stuff. The, yeah, the world building is just incredible. Um, because like, yeah. I, I'm thinking of like, you're like, um, like in Infinite, where you're walking in the bathroom, it's like no colored or Irish or something along those lines. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, and you're just like taking it back, like, oh my God. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Did Clarence make this bathroom? Like, it's just, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. So, like, to me, it's just, yeah. Uh, when it's world building elements, uh, I think it, it can lend to some powerful moments like that. Yeah. I, uh, some that I don't like. I hated Ghostwire Tokyo's when I got that platinum earlier. Yeah. Too many ghosts yeah. to collect. It was too many. Yeah. And way, you know, not not fun to track. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had, oh, uh, I'm a sucker for the golden bricks in Lego games, though. Ooh. Those are fun. Or like the golden bit in like a Ratchet and Clank. You know? Yes. 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 Those are fun. Those are those are a good time. Okay. So be- in the beginning of this podcast, there was a boat. I swear to God. Now, there's a revolutionary battle. <laughs> Fireworks are going off. Uh, people didn't get the memo. July 4th is yesterday. I'm hearing I'm hearing a snare drum. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, I'm hearing some snare, and I'm hearing fireworks. Is Paul it's... Revere running through right? down the street next? Are the red coats back? How could 2023 get any worse? Do you, do you have tea to throw out your window at any point? No, I don't know. Oh, my God. All right. Well, listen. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> Katie writes in, hey, guys, hope you're doing well. My question this week is, what is your favorite opening and ending to a game? What makes you smile? What hits you in the feels the most? I got so many, but for me, one of my favorite openings is Uncharted 2. God bless. That train sequence. Ooh-wee. That, that's my, me, not, not Katie. Uh, Uncharted did so many big movie-like spectacles, and it was one of the series' best. Looking forward to chatting with you guys about all things Jedi Survivor, my personal game of the year so far, and Star Wars. Get ready for that nerd train. Love you guys. Can't wait to Love you too, to you. Katie. Can't yeah. wait. Um, oh, yeah. Uncharted 2, I think, is the bar. Yeah. In my eyes. Um especially because it opens with that and then when you actually redo that later in the game you're like oh man that's cool right <laughs> it's uh, yeah it's the goat man that's that's yeah. a thing i think that's the moment that sold me on playstation I oh, shout out to relax <laughs> shout out to mass effect 2 yes uh, oh with my the normandy God, yes. blowing up that's fantastic, fantastic. 
um uh oh my god i love cloud jumping off the train in final fantasy 7 that is a great mm-hmm. opening mm-hmm. uh i'm a sucker actually um i said it maybe last week or maybe on twitter or whatnot Sorry. the final fantasy 16 title drop yeah is one of the dopest things ever yeah <laughs> And, so, and this was just the cool. prologue. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I'm like, just hold on until we finish Final Fantasy 16, because I've yeah. seen, I've seen, things. you've seen some things. Yeah. Oh uh-huh. my God, have I seen things? Ah. I, I mean, uh, when it comes to like what hits you in the feels the most, I mean the entirety of Last of Us Part Two, yeah. but the ending of Part Two, I was weeping like a baby. I think. I mean, like, there's a side quest I just played in mm, Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 16 that uh, is the Chocobo quest that if you're a pet owner, uh, it fills it fills your heart up. It doesn't tear yeah. anything away. You know, Kyle, we often mention, like, I'm so I'm too stoic. I don't have feelings. All yeah. that type of stuff. Not and, we. You mentioned it. All right. Pretty robotic. <laughs> you're the first. Yeah, you're the first one to say it. <laughs> um, and I do. I really do hate that about myself. I really wish I could, like, open up. It's just an inability. How do I? Joe's Googling. How do I feel things? <laughs> how do I human better? It's like ask another sociopath. That's what it is, you know. No, your WebMD searches are all that thing. Like, how yeah. does one have empathy? And if I don't, what's wrong with me? What's wrong? Uh, but no, like that, that that there's a question in particular that like hits at my heartstrings. But that's not what this question's about. Uh, favorite opening though is on uh, Last of Us Part Part One. Yeah, man. If you ever yeah. needed to sell people twenty minutes, I mean, I need to rewatch that episode. First episode, Jesus. It's coming to physical soon. I think in a week Boy, or two. Yeah, so good. Um, that is the best opening of a video game. The best yep. ending to a video game is also tragic. <laughs> I was thinking about this a lot. Um, I think it's Red Dead Redemption 1. You know, okay. talk about that remake. Talk about that remaster. That ending. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. It hits you where you live. And it yeah. is. it is... What I really want Red Dead Two to be, but like it's just so good. It's just so good. It, it's t- man, so good. Going out on Last was one is, is another good opening and ending. Yeah, I love how one ends. Yeah, uh, might be controversial. I love the Death Stranding ending. Oh, it's terrific. The 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 Sam and and BB. It's great. BB. Yeah, another one. I was weeping. God, I <laughs> right at the end, you're like, why am I crying? <sighs> And, and I, the song too. Oh, it's perfect. I asked Jeeves in that moment, I'm like, why am I feeling again? <laughs> what? It, why is my face wet? What what's is, happening? What's coming out of my, are my eyes? Eye, are my eyes leaking? Do I need to go to a doctor? <laughs> exactly. Oh, great question. Falcon guy writes in, "Hey fellas, hope you're doing well. What was the last game that made you rage quit? Have a great weekend." Jedi Survivor. <laughs> rage quit. Rage quit. That was the last one. It's funny. Usually when I rage, I'm like, oh, it's on me. I I yell at myself because I'm like, I got to get better at this portion. Like, I died three times mm. at this one portion of Final Fantasy 16. I'm like, instead of me complaining why the dot should be at the circle button, it's on me because I need to learn this. But the last time I truly raged is at Sekiro, the Owl Father boss. Die in a fire. Die in a pit of despair. You piece of garbage. Uh, and maybe the Millennia fight as well. Yeah, 
Actually, probably the Millennium. Oh, yeah. I, and then I just took some time, and then I came back to it. Yeah. <laughs> that said, I've got. I'm getting the hankering of going back in. Uh, by the, the way, yeah. You didn't put this in chat earlier, and yeah. I forgot to look it up just to Please. confirm it. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 update that went today. You can swap it to Circle now. What? Apparently. That was yeah. a real what, by the way. <laughs> I am going to turn on my PS5 right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I need to hit so update. So that's, that's good. I think they they added three new controller layouts, I think. It just make it so that R1 and Circle are switched. Yeah, I Don't think touch anything I else. Think that's... I think that's what it is. Okay. I'm trusting. Yeah, I'm yeah. trusting. You know, ooh, my TV yelled. That's definitely got <laughs> caught up on the mic. Uh, Quick, I, check Twitter. How many screenshots did Joe just upload? What <laughs> 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 did the PlayStation deem worthy? <laughs> oh, Kyle, I love you. All right. Oh, Kyle, uh, you said you said uh, Jedi Survivor? Is Jedi Survivor answer? was the last one. Yeah. Got it. It's uploading right now. I, I lost multiple hours because it crashed nice. and I was collecting, um, not pyrite, the, the rock that you need to, to sell to Uma or whatever oh, her name was. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I was prior priorite shards. I was yeah, going sure. around the map collecting them Magic all rocks. and then it crashed. I hopped back in and I lost them all that I just collected. And it was like an hour and a half, two hours worth of stuff. I'm like, you know what? Nope, I'm done. Bye. Yikes. <laughs> Eon writes, hi, hi, both from the UK. Hello, UK. Hello. The UK folks, they love us, man. I love Feels my good. bank. Feels good. We got to go there once we have enough money. We need honestly, to go to the UK. Honestly, I always wanted a king, you know? <laughs> always wanted a That's castle. That's why they're outside your door at the snare drum. They knew there was a traitor in the mix, in their mix. They I'm knew. the red coat. It's me. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. I'm oh, kidding. Suck it, you dorks. Anyway, if you could. Re- <laughs> if you could remake, erase, or remaster these three PS3 uh, games, what would. Oh, sorry. What would they be and why? Resistance, Infamous, and Jack and Daxter. So instead of right, F1, so Mario, kill F- one. Yeah. 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 Which ones are we doing here? Can I oh, can I take man. the range or would you like to? No, go for it. Cause I'm I'm still debating. You're gonna hate me what I have to say. I know what you're gonna say. I'm 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 prepared. Oh, you ready? Okay. Uh, Resistance. We're remaking that. That's- but it's a PSVR two game. Ooh, ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> okay. Or how about this? I'll give you. It's you, it could be both. I just okay. want to see all okay. the haptics, all the all the things sure. that those guns can do. Yeah, mm-hmm. haptic feedback. Um, and ironically, I've been doing a lot of um, I've been going to a lot of retro game stores. Uh, oh, sweet. Yeah, shout out to Digital Press if you ever want to assassinate me, Clifton, New Jersey. Head on over there <laughs> uh, and just hang around. Just hang. I'll show up one day and you go see Serpent Tyrannus. Bam. Uh, so Resistance gets remade. Mm-hmm. Jack and Daxter gets remastered. We need more platformers. We need more platformers. I'm going to die on that hill. Jack and Daxter lives. Okay. We're killing Infamous. We got Spider-Man, baby. Don't worry about it. That's fair. That's fair. That's logical. Yeah. That's logical. And I, I snuff Cole out with a with a pillow. Oh, boy. <laughs> Time for oh, the long nap, no. Cole. Um. Mm. This is interesting. This is hard for me. Okay. 
That's what she um, said. I think out of the three, unfortunately, Jack and Daxter have to go. Really? Was it because of last week's answer that they're all stoners at the cookout? No, absolutely not. In fact, it made him love them even more. <laughs> they're just um, huffing whippets in the back of my garage, you know? <laughs> it's just Resistance and Infamous mean more to me personally Fair. than Jack and Daxter do. Yeah. Uh, it's just that which one's going to be remade, which one's going to be remastered. And I'm trying to think back of, like, pit the first games up against each other. Which one needs a remake m- more? I would argue Resistance. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. If memory serves right, uh huh. I think R1's the shoot. If memory serves right. It is. Then Resistance gets remade. I still I still think I'm gonna go remake Infamous. Alright, fair enough. And remaster Resistance and then make a brand new Resistance. Oh, okay. Fair. Fair. That's that's how I'm um, logically uh, rationalizing. rationalizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That first infamous game does not age well at all. At all. At all. But I'm still gonna be playing it. Oh yeah. Okay, have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Dewana Iraksha writes in. Gentlemen. How is Sony dropping the ball so hard on VR? They have a sorry a product in the market which is outselling the previous model despite being embedded in game culture. The only people I hear talking about it is VR-specific podcasts. I see zero advertising. Oh, Joe, I'm sorry. This was from last week. Don't worry. We're answering it right now. Okay. Uh, I don't even see blog posts about upcoming games. Did you know there are more games slated in PS3 on PSVR than there were then there are weeks left in a year. This is a platform which will have more than a game a week on average released in the next six months, and they simply refuse to talk about it. How did we get through the summer game season with the only mention being RE4 Remake will be playable? Given that they have so much uh, mindshare in the marketing space for video games, it seems like a no-brainer to me to have something out there reminding people that it exists and there there will be more stuff to play on it. Frustration indeed. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. Kyle, what what's yeah, I mean Cine- I mean Synapse just came out and it got trailers on the PlayStation YouTube channel and everything, but I feel like it's not made as big of a deal as I think it should be. Yeah. Um I mean we just read the list of upcoming games this week. Uh there's a lot of VR2 stuff on there. And yeah, I wish they had like I don't but like I don't know what the answer is other than have regular VR showcases, which you don't want because then you run into like, all right, everybody wants a VR showcase, everyone wants an indie showcase, everyone wants, yeah. uh, you know, everything else, AAA stuff. Yeah. It's too many. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, my fans started making a weird clicking noise. So apologies, audio listeners, if you hear it. Okay. Uh, yet, yeah, no apologies. It's still like 87 degrees and it's like yeah, 9 o'clock. It's hot. Ooh-wee. I'm glistening. Um, but yeah, it's the frustration. And still, again, it's still selling well. You know, we, we got to yeah. get out of the mindset. It's like what we were talking about, about the Project QLED. This thing is not supposed to be like the 20 million seller mark, right? It's not an Xbox series. It's not going to sell 10 plus million. It's not the Vita. It's going to sell more than the PSVR. Uh, remember that this thing is still growing, you know, mm-hmm. that games are st- and developers are still learning how to make games more accessible in VR. And there's so many things stopping mm-hmm. VR from taking off because of things like accessibility. And that only gets better with more tech, with more investment. So to me, understand we're still in like the PS2 gen 
of, of VR. And we're still even learning how to show this thing off. So I understand, like, if I'm a PSVR owner, I'm frustrated because, yeah, the only person that's seemingly talking about PSVR is, like, PSVR, uh, what is it, parole out there talking about it mm, and championing mm-hmm. the good fight. Um, and, like, you know, f- for us, it, it, it is it is hard to to kind of see the silver linings here. But what I would say is you have them now in store shelves. You have them now on Amazon being more readily available. PlayStation just needs to learn how to market this thing. And that's the, the, the frustration. So I, I, I understand it entirely. It is frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle, would you like to read the last two questions? Sure. And I just realized me uh, being comfortable in this chair means I am so tiny in the frame and you know what? I'm not sorry. Uh- <laughs> I can fit you in the palm of my hand. Yeah, at Hidasan on Twitter writes, apologies if this was asked in the past and I missed it, but yeah, that's right. what classic PS1 game would you like to be re- see remade on PS5? With Capcom hitting it out of the park lately, I would like Dino Crisis. Oh, any P- PlayStation 1 game? Any PlayStation 1 game. Anyone I get. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what say you? I I got three sword. I mean, the one one. that I really want we're getting in September, Star Ocean Mm Two. Um, it's down to three. Okay. Brave Fencer Musashi, which is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Tomba, Mm uh, the the feral child who is fighting evil pigs. Yeah. (laughs) And um, oh my god, it's gone. I had it, and it's no. You got this. You got this. I I have faith in you, Kyle. I have faith in you. It's not the one I was thinking about, but I'll either FF8 or FF9. I was going to say for you, Kyle. Oh, Parasite Eve is another one. Ooh, I would like to do Parasite Eve. I'll say Parasite Eve yeah. or Resident Evil 9 just for you, bud. How about that? Final Fantasy. Yeah, Final Fantasy 9. What I say? Yeah, Resident Evil 9. Ooh, sorry. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm definitely <laughs> smelling toast. Final Fantasy It's 9. hot. It's hot. It really is. I'm... Oof. All right. Ugh. Uh... Will Express is about to leave. We got the last one. Okay. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I butcher. put in parentheses for you. All right, okay. I got this. Will Olchevsky writes in. Close. What Olszewski. I, Olszewski. You know what? I should ask you. You're the Polish you're the I Polish wrote name. it right there. I can't pronounce you know me. I'm dumb. No, no, no. Olszewski. Olszewski. There you go. You said chief. Oh, did I say chief? You did. I'm definitely smart. Guys, I'm going to go to the hospital last It's 102 degrees. It's 103 now that you're thinking about it. Uh, Sorry, Will. I'm sorry Sorry, I'm dumb. I'm embarrassed You're not dumb. No, I'm a big dumb idiot. No, you're fine. What are three PlayStation franchises that best define you as fans of PlayStation? (sighs) Wow. I know. It's big. I I got two off the top of my head, actually. See, the thing is, I am, like, only PlayStation. Right. So it's hard to narrow it down to just three. Yeah. I feel like we might have some overlapping ones, though. I mean, Bloodborne? Oh, not there. That's right. And I know it's not a franchise, this game, but, like... I know, but still. So, so, still. Yeah. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Oh, maybe we don't. And I would then have to give props to Uncharted. Okay. We share one. Okay. What, what's Mine would be uh, Last of Us. Yeah. Uncharted. 
Yeah. And God of War. Bum, bum, bum. I know they're they're you know the bigger ones, but yeah. Honestly, I would I also of, throw Final Fantasy in there too. But right, I when I think of PlayStation, I know one of the first things that actually pops in my head is music. Because there's just there's no one that does it better than the PlayStation Music Group. Oh yeah. I mean, they're oh, just yeah. they're wizards, man. They're wizards. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyle, that's it. That's been the trophy room this week, man. We did it. We did it. They said it couldn't be done in under two hours. They were right. But look at this. You got a big, juicy <laughs> show. You know? Kyle, is there anything you'd like to uh, highlight before we get on out of here? Uh, Sure. You can follow me everywhere at Mr. KSEP. Go follow 61 Indie for all the latest in indie games. Um, yeah, I'm working on uh, the new indie uh, game showcase, mini indie showcase uh, coming in August. So there's a lot of things to do. Um, nice. So yeah, keep keep it locked over there. Why did I say locked? What am I, I doing? Know. It's 106 degrees. I um, yeah, Let's I love you all very, funny. very much. I'm in a very good place lately, and I just appreciate y'all for everything. Yeah. So yeah. And honestly, same here. Like before the show, I was fighting off a panic attack for I don't dumb reasons. You know when your body always are. Yeah, when your body all of a sudden just says panic, it's like, please stop. Yep. Yeah, things are going too well. Yeah. Going too well. Let's throw a wrench Exactly. Um, but no, honestly, yeah, the past like week or two has been fantastic. I've been in a in in the most healthiest space, mind and physically, I think I've ever been. Yeah, you know, and, and I've been in a long time. So, um, yeah, I love you all so very much. This community means so much to us. Um, it means so much to me. You can follow me over at Mr. Badbit on Twitter because I ain't going nowhere. And on Threads and on Blue Sky at Mr. Badbit. <laughs> Just in case, backup plan. We, you know, you got to yeah. have a backup plan. Yeah. We got to all find the one that's going to be the one. So we, we gotta, we're all testing it out. No you know? one knows, but we, what we all know for certain is no one's really happy anymore. Uh, <laughs> and then you can find this show, the play, uh, sorry, the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. Wherever you get your podcast service of choice, whether that is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you find your podcast service of choice, you can find the show here. Or you can watch us live like the dozens of you did tonight over on YouTube at PS Trophy Room. Link to all those things in the description down below. And of course, if you really love what you hear, please consider becoming a Patreon today over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Some cool stuff coming your way very soon. So with all that said and with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Love y'all. Remember, have a banger of time. We're going to edit that out. No, we're not. <laughs>